0: Round a new world champion here. I think he's out, guys. This is it. It's gonna be a new world champ. That's it. What? That is it. Ring the bell. That's it. Puri the mandisi Amerika det taqadnu, paro saman langen. Yeah. Before that, let The Rock make something perfectly clear to you. You're right about one thing, is you are not the Iron Sheik. Rest in peace, Sheiky, because The Rock knows the Iron Sheik. The Rock loved the Iron Sheik. We all loved the Iron Sheik. And if the Iron Sheik were here right now, this is what he would say. Oh, Rock Bubba, who is this no-good, dirty, son of a bitch, jabroni bastard?
1: to see you guys all here in 2024. I am ready for a great show today. It's going to be kind of a lengthy one. That's what she said, but I'll tell you right now, every bit of it is going to be fun, going to be exciting. We got news. We got to bring it to the table. We have probably, I don't think there was ever going to be a more epic night in the Monday Night Wars um, when we get to it this week. I don't think there's anything that could really compare me. We've had a lot of great moments, but I don't think this is... uh, a night that anybody's ever going to gonna forget, and we definitely haven't, but you've seen ESPNs, you've seen uh, Wrestling Inc., you've seen Bleacher Report, you've seen WWE, you've seen AEW, you've seen all their versions of their awards. This week, the Top of Wrestling, it's our annual awards show for our top topic, and huh, I thought we were going to agree on a lot of things, but uh, apparently ODM and I uh, differ a little bit, and I can't wait to roast the living shit out of him. But, before I do that, he needs to be here on the show. ODM! You know
2: I'm going to prove you wrong anyway, so let's not sweat it. Um, yeah,
1: okay, Tag Team of the Year, that's all know, I'm
2: going to say. <laughs> no, exactly, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make my point. I didn't even take notes, I don't need to. So, <laughs> you started with Merry New Year, and I'm so happy you did, because you, I, I, I kind of hate you. Because you're like, okay. hey, let's take a week off, and he fucking just does a solo show on his own.
1: <laughs> i didn't mean to go who solo i just had a couple of quick notes i had to toss in there It's like thank it god i
2: don't to gotta carry sounds. his ass this week for fuck's sake no it was fucking great it was fucking great i popped because you know i'm a mark for myself so and obviously you i mean <sighs> well, especially after this week we'll fucking don't get there. fall
1: already in now <laughs> it's my favorite That's still, yeah it had
2: nothing to do with wrestling it had no purpose other than i just stuck in my head and i had to get it on mic Um, you're like
1: we're opening the show with this this week but (laughs) okay sounds good
2: it was the it was the time we got all right time for a piss break beef jerky time and you're like "Uh, Mm -hmm. i don't know what that is but good luck with that
1: (laughs) because at that point i had not watched trading places Uh, oh really so and then at that exact moment i hadn't seen it and i thought i did i'd only seen a lot of parts of it you know like him Begging on the street, looking like he has no legs, you know, like a lot of shit like that, and him in jail. I never actually, yeah, good good stuff. Great show last week. I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, I apologize that I did do an entire show without you. Um, but, <laughs> hey, right. I had to tell you about, I had I, there was no way I was going to be able to wait two full fucking weeks to talk about the Iron Claw. I was like, mm, oh, no, 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 we're right. talking about it this week right here. I have to. Did you get a chance to go yet?
2: I have not yet, no.
1: Oh, spoiler, everybody dies.
2: <laughs>
1: in the words of Lance Archer. <laughs> well, shit, no, now honestly, I don't need to see it. It was, it, let me ask you, I, I don't remember because last week was a little bit of a blur. Did I talk about Ric Flair in the in Iron Claw? Did I mention my take on him? Maybe I didn't. No, uh, I don't think you did. Holy shit. It's funny because you do see MJF in the movie for a minute. Oh, um, not even a minute. That that was a giant exaggeration by accident. Um, three seconds, oh, at best. It's a part of like a montage of a, of a moment. You know what I mean? Uh, but the uh, shit. Where was it going with this? Oh, so the guy who played Ric Flair. I mean, they, the guy who played Harley. Fucking awesome. Harley Race did uh-huh. so good, and like I sat there. I was. I leaned into my wife. I go, he is so
2: spot the curly hair and everything
1: everything the mustache the nwa championship dude it was just so good but then you have uh the guy who did rick flair i could have done a better job and i'm a
0: shitty
1: uh person doing you know impressions as we've seen and heard on this show yeah impersonator impressionist uh dude horrible 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 and it's funny because that guy had to go out and actually defend himself on X and said, well, look at I just kind of, I didn't want to go to the whole full-on actual it. I was more trying to make my own character of it. Horrible. Dude, the only person in the entire movie you should not have failed on. And it's funny because then there's so many pictures of Will Ferrell from Eastbound and Down where where he has the really long blonde hair and he looks like Ric Flair. Have you seen yeah. that oh, scene? Yeah. Or oh, no yeah. I'm yeah, about? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And everybody was like, "This guy should have been playing Flair all along because it was just <laughs> it, it was it was good." I uh, my only one thing I don't think I mentioned on the show last week, the goddamn. All right, this is the weirdest thing. You could pick your seats either when you get there or uh, like at the box office or online in advance. Mm-hmm. I chose online. Can Can I it was interject like an real eight quick? Row theater. C- can I interject Please? for a
2: sec, quick second? I've been to a movie
1: theater in the last ten years. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I was trying to get to something, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> it's not everybody has, man. <laughs> anyway, this is like an eight row theater. They have mm. those big uh, reclining okay. chairs mm. that, uh, like, I mean, I'm talking like I could lay down and take a full blown nap if oh, I yeah. wanted to.
0: Or uh, get full but blown. They also
1: have these little traits. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you why that couldn't, mm-hmm. but. They Each one of them has a table to them. Dude, this thing has food there. You could get Pizza Hut, hot dogs, um, all this different food and everything. Yeah. I was like,
3: Whoo, crazy. I, go,
1: I don't know how much I want, though, because I don't want to get distracted. I want to watch this movie. So I went with the OG popcorn. I said, I really, I'm feeling a tingle. I think I may feel like I'm going to piss right now. And I go, huh. I'm like, I don't know if I can hold it two hours. And it was during like the, the previews. And I go, Making a run right now. Smart move. And at that point, no one was, you know, really in our row. There was people kind of far down or whatever. This dude, I come back, is sitting next to me. So it's this guy, me, and my wife right there. I go, we look like a goddamn thruple. Like this is uh, like it, and I'm saying because everybody was all spaced out and just three of us all together, really close. I'm like, you could have chose your seat. I chose mine, and this was not taken. I made sure to take away from everybody. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I did it that morning. (sighs) Fine, whatever. Weird. And then they mention Ric Flair, and he goes woo like to himself, and I was like,
0: shut the fuck up, Mark. You
1: know what I mean? And then rush.
0: Though his mine is not for rent, don't put him there.
1: Yeah, well, this dude starts singing along with it. He's like, what you say about his company? Is wh-? And I was like, I looked over at, at Hillary and I go, I'm going to kill him. And she goes, he's your date. You know, cause He's like right next to me the whole fucking time. have <laughs> just
2: went up to him and been like, all right. Now I got to cut you.
1: Right, dude. It was. Why couldn't it have been you and not Carrie Von Erick? <laughs> Wasn't horrible. It's not like he was like full blown, like singing loud. It was just enough right. where I could hear him. And I was like, no, that's I the hate douchey move. Do
2: that. That's the douchey move because it's like, I'm going to do it, but I'm not going to disturb anybody. So I'm just going to do it to myself.
1: Just to the one guy next to me. Yep. I would have beat his ass and then made him sign an NDA. <laughs> Let's get into wrestling. Speaking All right, of, man. Dude, I, I take it away, please. I can't wait for you to talk about this. I don't I, this, even... I almost brought this up last week. And I was like, no, 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 I gotta hold off on this.
2: Yeah, bro. I don't even fucking know where to start with this. Oh my God. Um yeah. and I and I don't even think, and I'm gonna actually, you know, I'm looking at my notes here. And I see something here that I don't know if it's in the notes. I'm just gonna bring it up now. I don't think it is. There's it definitely seems to be a mass exodus out of E.W. Because obviously, you know, Punk got fired, so you can't really count that. Mega moved over to do more with the Jags. Uh, QT Marshall is gone. Uh, Kevin Sullivan got fired. There's another guy who who left. Um, uh, Andrade's probably Matt leaving. Jackson's Matt wife. Matt Jackson's wife is the one.
1: And uh. and Sean Spears.
2: And Sean Spears. Yeah, that's right. Um, and basically. But Matt
1: Jackson's wife. in a, What What a puss bag of his uh, tweets that he's putting out, or whatever the fuck you call it.
2: You know what's worse, though? <laughs> it is Meltzer's yeah. uh, load infested spewage on uh, his fucking message board. Basically yep. blaming AEW for not defending them and blaming Punk for that. Or, no, I'm sorry. Uh, blame Punk for her, yeah. Blaming Punk for her wanting to leave. So it's yes. it's just fucking ridiculous. But fate is with not without a sense of humor, apparently, because uh, Nick Houseman, if I'm not mistaken, please please correct me if I'm wrong. It was Nick Houseman who uh, breaks a lot of news on Punk. So you you know, I suppose you could make the argument that this seems suspect. But there's some leaked uh, DMs to a certain uh, Judas, and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it seems like he's the one that start worrying about NDAs. Uh, and this just turned into some crazy-ass shit. So this all kind of stems out of Brawl Out and how everybody was forced to sign an NDA for certain lengths. Except for one person who was actually there when it all went down.
1: Well, and... it's funny, by the way, you say that because didn't. Well, you may lead into this. I'm sorry. I'm not going to steal that thunder. Go ahead.
2: No, no, that's fine. I mean, if I leave it out or, you know.
1: No, I'll ask right uh, now, then.
2: <clears throat> All right. So, Lucy. Jericho
1: is... Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, gonna... yeah. yeah, we're not Are getting sure you to... Tell... Are you going to... Okay, okay, okay. All
2: right. Okay. Lucy is the only one that was at Brawl Out who is not under an NDA. So, you know, you know... Lucy that's... Steele. Lucy Steele. Yeah, I don't know if that's actually his last name. So, <laughs> that's a pretty badass name, though. Lucy Steele. Um, so... And uh, it, it was tweeted out by Stephen P. New. If you're not familiar with Stephen P. New, he represented Jericho and a Steele And he is also Cornette's lawyer. And they do ads for him on uh, their show all the time. They got a bumper for it. It's fucking great. Mm-hmm. They've had him on as a guest. Yep. Right. So Jericho decides at like midnight on Christmas Eve. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, <So> Christmas Day.
2: <laughs> yeah, technically, yes. Uh, Hey, Stephen P. New, I don't adhere to an employee handbook and never have had one in my four years of working for AEW. I've also never signed an NDA in my life, ever. I'm sure that's going to change. So stop trying to be a bully and making egotistical fantasy brags for your clients and start doing some research before you make blanket statements about your buddies. Because I saw everything that night, including how Lucy... And her husband and best buddy acted and what really went down. And since I was in the room and watching her and everybody else the whole time, I know exactly what really happened. And considering you weren't there and I was, maybe you should shut up your Mark ass up because what really went down was disgusting. (laughs) To which Stephen P. New goes, well, it's in your employee handbook unless you have a special one. We can figure it out. (laughs) Actually, I think I got that flipped around, but you know what I mean.
1: That's what I was going for was... All of a sudden, now you were in the room. Yeah. You were in this locker room. All of a sudden, this the whole story behind everything is, and if you never signed an NDA, you could have been talking about this all along and talking about your side, but the story has always gone. He said, come to my face, say something. Bucks went to, their face, to his face in his locker room. Was Jericho there too? I'm like, oh yeah, fuck him, let's go. He was up next to be interviewed. Mm-hmm. He saw and heard, Some shit that went down. Yep. No, actually, he wasn't next. I think Swerve in 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 Our Glory were up next during all of this shit. Right. And then Jericho came out. Yeah. And I remember he actually informed Tony about it. He's like, yeah, some shit went down backstage, like, whispering in his ear. But there's no fucking way he was in the room.
2: No. No, I think I think all the other reports suggest he got there after everything went down.
1: The funniest thing uh, is now there's great memes of it where it's like, here's what you see. And it's like Punk coming, storming in, Ace Steel with a chair in his hand. And then you just see Punk, uh, Jericho sitting on a couch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Watching all of it. Oh, and the dog is there too.
2: <laughs> the dog. <laughs> ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I pop for that picture every time. I love it. So, yeah. So that, every that, time. I know that was kind of rambling, but th- there was a lot. Yeah, it all started with uh, Jericho's drunk tweeting at, at midnight during the holidays. Um... So, yeah, everybody that was involved, aside from Lucy, is on an NDA. Now, does that necessarily mean Lucy's just going to come out and start saying some shit? Probably not. Probably not. But.
1: It, I will it, tell you right now, she and Ace could be set for life mm-hmm. if they just t- accept any goddamn podcast in the world. Hey, top of wrestling. mode, well, we do have the money. <laughs> Never mind. Um, but if whoever could pay you, like, a million dollars for just one quick hour of the story. You don't even have to give a whole lot of opinion. One hour for a million dollars. I want her side. I want. Her, I want the story. But then again, it's also fabricated on her own end because she's married to Ace. It's not like she's right. like, "Well, then There's- my husband decided to start biting everybody's ankles." <laughs> was it Listen, him that bit?
2: <laughs> you're right. Yeah, yeah, it was. He bit Omega. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I think punctures. Well, a he chair. was just trying
1: to save the goddamn dog. <laughs>
2: That's Omega Sun. Who needed dental anyway. work done after this, by the way? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's fucked up. But yeah, I, and, and that's the problem is, listen, there's two, there's three sides to every story. There's yours, there's mine, and there's the truth, right? So you're going to, you know, you'll get the closest thing to the truth probably because it's somebody that was there, you know? But then again, if she's as level-headed as a, uh, you know, and I know that's a brash statement <laughs> you're, when you're talking about somebody threw a chair at somebody's face and somebody that bit somebody. But I mean, in the end, you know, <laughs> I, I'd say they're closer to being real men than the fucking elite. So... I I would hope that she had uh, the testicular fortitude to, you know, just be truthful and just not put any conjecture or, you know, spin on it.
1: I wonder if Ace Steel was at the Grease Ridge Mall last week.
2: Oh, Jesus Have Christ. you seen the video that surfaced? Did you see the fucking video of what happened in front of Kodak Theater?
1: Well, I saw that. The explosion <laughs> yeah. with driving with 20 gas cans is one thing. But, um, no, I watched a brawl yeah. between kids in the food court, and this kid got hit like four times with one of those – metal chairs that you just sit on those Jesus like uh, great amounts and he kept going i was like oh shit he still was there cool <laughs> uh well guess what if Oof. you open your mouth and try to side with uh the bucks and all that bullshit aka jericho other people may come out of the woodwork and try to fuck with you you know people who say that you i don't know sexually harassed them who was it? What was the girl's name? Uh, that was a wrestler for AEW.
2: Kylie Ray.
1: Yep, that's the one. Huh. Interesting. What's your take? Uh,
2: it's a very serious accusation, and false accusations do happen. Shit, look at uh, last week's uh, Nitro. Um, but. <laughs> uh. It's a, it's a sad state of affairs, and I'll tell you why. Not because of what he's accused of and potentially did, uh, because of my own feelings. Um, I would hate to see him falsely accused, and it's a very easy thing to accuse somebody of. However, one way or another, if he does get canceled, at least we won't see him on TV anymore.
1: <laughs> it's funny because I actually read an interview where he said he thinks being AEW, or I'm sorry, Ring of Honor World Champion Brought prestige back to the title. He actually he had to quote himself, or he had to like tout himself and be like, "That I brought real prestige back to that Ring of Honor title." No, he didn't. You took it from Claudio and gave it back to Claudio.
2: Yeah, just so you mm-hmm. could be the Ocho.
1: Yep, exactly. Well, the good news though is at least he's changing a little bit. You know, obviously this this girl saying that you know she, he, you know Kylie Ray saying you know what she did. He decided to actually change things up on his own, and he decided to admit to things in his latest, uh, well, his latest re-recording of Fozzie. Have you heard of Judas? Have you heard it?
2: You know, I don't think I have. Why don't we take a listen?
1: Oh, take a listen.
0: Lonely outside Keep quiet While I am inside And I will drag you down If you don't kiss me Don't run away Come cuddle, it's December snow I'll show you the 1,004 moves that I know In each step you take You're stalked by me Surrounded by these women Taking Viagra tonight In 24 I still don't know what's right What have I become Now that I've betrayed Every girl I tried to love And gave them NDAs And I have been depraved By the hooters in my mind Is there someone left for me to make Instead of my ugly ass wife, my wife I think I'll come, I think I'll come, I think I'll come in Think I'll come, I think I'll come, I think I'll come in To the hooters in, the hooters in my mind I think I'll come, I think I'll come, I think I'll come in Think I'll come, I think I'll come, I think I'll come in To the hooters in, the hooters in my mind Hooters in my mind Oh, this guilt is a heavy cross It's okay, cause I am friends with the boss And the claim you make is haunting me Surrounded by these women taking fire At tonight, it's 24 and I still don't know what's right What have I become now that I betrayed? Every girl I tried to love and gave them NDAs And I have been debriefed by the Hooters in my mind Is there someone left for me to bang instead of my ugly ass wife, my wife? I think I'm coming, I think I'm coming, I think I'm coming I think I'm coming, I think I'm coming, I think I'm coming to the hooters in, the hooters in my mind. Think I'll come 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 think I'm
3: coming
0: The hooters in, hooters in my mind Now that I've betrayed Every girl I've tried to love And gave them NDAs And now I've been depraved By the hooders in my mind Is there someone left for me to bang Instead of my ugly ass wife My wife I think I'm coming, I think I'm coming I think I'm coming I think I'm coming, I think I'm coming, I think I'm coming. To the hooders in who in my mind. I think I'm coming, think I'm coming, think I'm coming. Think I'm coming, think I'm coming, think i coming, coming. To the hooters in, hooters in my mind. in my mind.
2: It's <laughs> a good version. <laughs> kayfabe pal for a I second like there it. i thought we were gonna have to sit there for four and a half minutes in silence
3: <laughs>
0: <I don't know. laughs> that's funny <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, production baby production
1: <laughs> yeah that was kind of fun hey was let, let's get great. into some uh well you know what and i'm gonna maybe do a, a little thing this week i have to ask you a question um i i don't want to necessarily backpedal but what did you guys do on christmas day
2: uh, we uh, let's see, we did a, we do our thing here in the morning. We wake up, do gifts here together. Uh, we then we usually head over to my parents and.
0: Ah, oh, that's cool. Hit the music. The bills make me wanna. shout. Kick your heels up and. Shout! Throw your hands up and. Shout! Throw your head back and. Shout! Come on now, the bills are making it happen now. Stand up now, come on and shout, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: As fucking, I'm proud of myself for as that one. As soon as I started saying it, I knew it was coming and I couldn't stop myself.
0: God damn.
2: Cock That's good.
1: Thank you. i am with that. All right, Fuck no. the
2: Dolphins.
3: Ooh,
1: wow, can you believe it? We actually are gonna we could take the division. And it's funny because they're like, ha, we beat that one team with 63 to whatever it was. They got what fifty nine points put up against them the other day by the Ravens. So uh, I'm not yeah. really
2: too worried about the Dolphins. I mean, I am just because it's football. I didn't mean, give him Sunday, yada, yada, yada. I mean, you never know what the fuck could go down. But ultimately, no, I'm not worried. I'm a Bills fan. Been there, done it. Nerves of steel.
1: It's We are going against Fingers Tungaloa. <laughs> Uh, Dude, WWE, for all the years that they have done Madison Square Garden shows, the ones that are not recorded or, you know, not uh, presented as a show or pay-per-view generally are never really sold out. They set an all-time record and sold out Madison Square Garden when Punk showed up there and had his mid-card match against Dominic Mysterio. And it was awesome. Did you happen to see the video of what he was gifted? Uh, It looked like it was from people in WWE. No. It's this uh it was a video of him receiving this like about a little bit bigger than a business card size plaque or maybe a little bit bigger like than that but like two business cards we'll say uh a plaque that said uh Madison Square Garden December 26th sold out first match back and it had like the skyline of the of Madison Square Garden like the the buildings you know mm-hmm. what I mean like what it oh, looks yeah. and, like and shit. Bro, it was really, really cool. <laughs> and it's funny because, like, everybody's, you know, wondering, you know, oh, well, he went there to go for a, probably a, a, a decrease in pay. Now he's doing scripted promos and blah, 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 all that shit. People, it's your AEW marks is what I'm saying, who are saying shit like that.
2: Oh, of course. And I'm like,
1: look at the appreciation that they're giving to him. They're like, hey, we think this is a good win-win for everybody. I assume it was from WWE because I believe it was on one of their videos. Yeah, I mean, I it could their, it
2: could have uh, been channels. from MSG themselves. Was there a WWE logo on it?
1: I believe there was.
2: Okay, because that... Or maybe, sky- I don't know. Well, no, because the outline of the building is is their right. logo. So, I mean, it's like, so they both branded it. So, I mean, it could have been a joint thing either way. Here's the thing. You mentioned he, he wrestled yeah. on the mid card. I bet you he was happier yeah. than a pig and shit and didn't give a fuck. He's like, I get to work yeah. with the best heel in the business right now. He's like, and I know I'm not going to get hurt, and nobody's going to fucking go into business for themselves. Everybody's going to be an adult. We're going to make money. Couldn't be fucking happier.
1: What does it say when Orton comes back, first match, Mysterio? Punk comes back, first match, Mysterio? I know I brought it up, but like, that just tells you not just how much heat the kid has, but he's really pretty good, man. Like, and Let me say this. All the way back when he turned heel at Clash at the Castle and kicked uh edge so hard that his uh shoe went flying off. But like even at that point I'm like, eh, whatever, fine, this kid. And now I'm like, I'm becoming one of his biggest fucking fans. And watching him grab a mic at day one, I haven't heard booze like this in years. And mm-hmm. it's not fake booze either. <laughs> it was did you did you happen to see their uh exchange with Miz and Truth?
2: I unfortunately or Dominic. Am not, I was Every, gonna watch it, it,
1: it Okay, poor Dom. Every time he put the mic to his face, it just was louder and louder. But I say poor Dom, but, like, good for him as well. Um, But look at, man, he's back, punk that is. And, man, it's getting stacked right now. The the roster itself is huge. You know what I mean? And it's just unbelievable where everything's at. And then AEW's like, yeah, then we're going to sign Katsuyori Shibata. He's officially All Elite okay yeah. let me tell you something man you almost died once
4: yeah they took his brain out
1: <laughs> well what's funny and not funny but i read an interview where danielson was like yeah coming into the match with okada he's like i'm not fully i my uh my arm was not fully healed after that match with okada the first one and he goes and i did come back early because the company needed me i'm like oh my fucking god because everything that happened with punk and you had to fire him and all that shit you brought a guy out and put more time out. Oh, then he got an orbital bone issue, too, right after that. This dude is not going to make it to all in. No, uh, But, yeah, so you signed another very injured wrestler. But uh, we did talk about uh, Sean Spears, Andrade. Both of them are no longer elite. A lot of people were thinking it was going to be Andrade at day one. Myself included, not going to lie. <laughs> they said former champion. Could have meant U.S. champion. I don't care, you know. Uh one of the coolest things I was actually shocked about is NXT and AJPW came together for a match, and William Regal's son, Charlie Dempsey, is actually wrestling, well, today. That's the match that was happening today or earlier this morning. Did not anticipate seeing that partnership come out of there but or, or out of nowhere, but now I'm like, where else are we going? Because... Triple H said we're we're always open for business, but it was always Vince that was he's like I don't want any of my guys to lose to other people's promotions. That's basically what it was. And I think Triple H is there to do business. Punk is back after 10 years. Tells that, you everything that's you telling you about doing business. Yeah, dude. I would love WWE to have something with New Japan and make it way better than what you got with Forbidden Door. Sure, those were good matches. We got some good fun stuff, but Storytelling wise, now that would be fun, and seeing mm-hmm. WWE guys maybe going over to Japan, I'm all for it. I uh, yeah, speaking of New Japan, so tomorrow morning is uh, technically Wrestle Kingdom. I say tomorrow morning because it's you know New Japan is doing their thing at their nighttime. I, you know that's how Hogan wrestles 470 days. Exactly,
2: before. you went back in time. Yep.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. Uh, and we'll get into that card in a minute, but I was, you know, eh, maybe I'll go, maybe I won't. When it came to Battle in the Valley at San Jose, because last year it was main evented with Mercedes Monet winning the title, and I was like, eh. and the rest of the card was okay. Well, over our break, Will Osprey throws out a tweet. Or do they still call them tweets? Or he <laughs> threw an X up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know. Whatever it is. Tweets.
1: Tweets work. Okay. Tweet. 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 So he throws up a tweet and it says that if he's leaving New Japan, he's leaving on the high note and wants to challenge the man that he's struggled to beat. He's only beat him once at the G1 Climax and it wasn't even a finals match. It was. Uh, I, believe. No, yeah. I believe, no, this one was a finals match. Uh, no, not finals. Jesus Christ. It was like a, a night eight. He just got lucky and beat him on um, one of those nights. But he said that his goal is to win the U.S. championship tomorrow morning. And then he wants to defend it against Okada before taking off and completely working in AEW. He is also going to be at the hard to kill TNA, TNA, hard to kill. That's the first one. It's going to be the day after on the 14th. But since he threw that challenge to Okada, and every time I've watched their matches, they are 19-star classics according to Meltzer. But in my book, at least a good four and five. So we got tickets. Uh, I I got a front row of the first balcony. Good wow. setup. I'm happy. So yeah, nice. I'm I'm, I'm uh, real excited about it. It's gonna be a good show. Woohoo!
2: Yeah, that's gonna be pretty fucking stupid. and.
1: And Tamatanga is not uh, advertised for it, but David Finley is. Eddie Kingston's going to be there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tanahashi. A lot of good guys. Uh, Hikaleo. uh, uh, ELP. El Fantasmo. Love Mm -hmm. watching him. uh, Him and Hikaleo are right now tag team champions for Strong. So, you know, we'll see how they come out of it tomorrow. But... Yeah, man, so going to be going to see Battle in the Valley. Who would have thought, while being on the road, and I said this to my wife, if I lived in New York, I would never have ever been able to see a New Japan show, unless yep. I went to that Madison Square Garden one that one time for that they did it with Ring of Honor. But mm. while being on the road, this is now my second New Japan show. Uh, and it was in San Jose as well last time. I looked into it, and uh, I'm excited about this. So I'll let you know how that goes. And oh talk about Kevin Dunn.
2: I <laughs> I sent you this he's thing done. You're like yeah he's a stooge. Yeah he's gone. It's just weird. It's a, you want a real grasp of the the power dynamic shift and to get a sense that Vince really isn't in control anymore. Kevin Dunn took his ball and went home. And he might as well have. he's probably a rich man unless he's foolish with his money.
1: Well, you said stooge. I just mean he's a he's a one of exactly what punk called it in his pipe bomb promo the douchebag yes man yep that's exactly what he oh, was yeah. And and now that yeah vince is gone he is uh joe pesci would say and my cousin Vinny, triple h is like i got no more useful uh, utes for this guy there you go anyway yeah anyway uh i'm not shocked i i like it i'd actually rather this i want to see a fresh start with people in charge that Actually, know what's going on with the times instead of doing shit that just doesn't you know land anymore, like the pot and the kettle and all that shit.
2: Yeah, if you if you ever want to fucking break uh, to get a clear opinion on uh, Kevin Dunn, listen to just YouTube Cornet talking about Kevin Dunn. It's fucking great. Called oh, yeah. Bucky Beaver.
1: <laughs> uh, well, I do got to bring up a couple things. You know, I brought up about New Japan a couple minutes ago uh, earlier today. There was the New Japan, not New Japan, I'm sorry, Noah's uh, New Year's 2024. It's the pay per view they have every year. Last year, it was headlined with Nakamura and Great Muda, as you may recall, in Muda's uh, final tour. Yeah. In this match, in the main event match, which was Kota Ibushi against uh, Marufuji, Ibushi was sloppy. Fell off some ropes a couple times, not doing things right, and apparently hurt not one, but both of his ankles, and was brought to the hospital directly after the match. I don't. I used to love this guy. I mean, he was flawless in the ring, and, and I don't know what's going on as of late, but it's not good.
2: Clunky Ibushi.
1: Clunky Ibushi, it's sad. Uh, you know what else is sad? Is that someone had a really good... Career going for them, I really think, in WWE when he was in NXT. We were fans. Hot as shit. Yep. That's uh, Patrick Clark, which is Velveteen Dream. I mean, we thought he was going to maybe get the world title against Adam Cole. Like, that's how well he was being pushed. And we all know, you know, the accusations and everything that went down. And he put out a video as Patrick Clark. And apologized really I'll I'll be honest with you it was very I think it was well done it seemed like everything was spoken really from the heart he apologized to WWE uh and then specifically Paul Levesque and then Shawn Michaels and my only thing and this is going to sound kind of whatever I'm not trying to be like a a butterfly or whatever here but (sighs) He didn't say anything about the victims or anything that, you know, the, the people that accuse him and shit. I'm like, this was just strictly to WWE and his family. And I'm like, I'm not saying it was publicity thing, but it's like to show that you're doing face. I'm like, at least start by, it, it, I don't know, admitting it or whatever, because it sounds like you're full-blown admitting to everything. So I would have at least tossed that in there if you're going to make this your very first public video, me personally.
2: So there was also the incident with the cops. Remember, there was uh, audio of that. Hmm. Oh, it's
1: funny because when I I went to find the video to send it to you, Mm. so I went on YouTube, and I'm like, let me see if it's here yet, and the first thing that popped up was him with TMZ and that whole thing. I go, "Ah, oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, as far as, like, the victims, I mean, I... Yeah, I mean, maybe I mean, for all we fucking know, his lawyers like, listen, you can do this video. He's like, but you can't call out the victims. You can't say their name. You know, that just might have been a legal standpoint for all we know. Or maybe he maintains or maybe he maintains his innocence. And instead of making light, of, instead of making that the focal point of the video, he just left it out. I'm not saying either of those are the case. I'm just offering alternate uh, suggestions and possibilities here. Only one who knows is him and anybody else that's coaching him through this. But again, face value—I I will say it seems sincere.
1: I, I was gonna say thank you. I was just gonna say face value. I think it's a step in the right direction. I'll—I'll I'll give it to him. You know what I mean? Because yeah, where's Marty scroll You know what I mean? When you're fucking guilty, either own up or you know what I mean. Like there, there's a lot of people that have been canceled, right? What was that one Nash kid or whatever his name was that was in uh, NXT? Uh, or some Cole Carter or some shit like that. Whoever uh Yeah, yeah
2: there's been a couple actually. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it was Marty Skrull. That one seems a little more uh yeah. serious just based on the allegations alone, but well, uh and I yeah, and I don't know if Now Velve- Jericho? Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck him. Uh with, with <laughs> Should the, we hit the song again? With, <laughs> with Velveteen, I, I don't know if he'll end up going to AEW. I mean, especially with how the no. how the women have made themselves uh known <laughs> how much they have
1: well, it's a pretty safe place. And, uh, <laughs> and it's funny you say that because I have something to say about the women and the sexual accusations that are going on within AEW. We'll get there. But first, let's just talk about the shit show of World's End. And I am calling that accurately right now. Okay. If you had hopes for any certain things, drop them. <laughs> first, we'll start with the, the pre show. Have you happened to see the, uh, any highlights of Willow Nightingale and Chris Statlander and their botch fest that they had going on?
2: No, the notes say both Horrible.
1: fest. So
0: What's that?
2: The notes say both fest.
1: Well, okay, well, apparently <laughs> the C didn't go. It was a both of them botch <laughs> fest. Dude, they Really? If like a move didn't go right and she would let's say Willow was trying to lift up Chris, she would and she dropped her back down. They would awkwardly try to redo the move again, almost like ah, how uh, the Viking guy the Viking, did a couple the, weeks guy,
2: ago. the son of the Viking guy, um, yes. Yeah, and that's a sad. That's sad, man, because Statlander really showed a lot of promise after she came back uh, from her knee. I thought she was fucking. I mean, listen, I, I don't care as, her as far as like a fucking character that I'm like and I'm invested in. But you know, as far as in ring work, she didn't seem clunky like a lot of the other like a, a lot of the roster. I mean, she seemed like she was actually picking shit up. Uh, so that's sad to hear. Maybe.
1: Maybe if they spent more time practicing moves instead of making a stupid TikTok of, we're women's wrestlers and people don't know this, but blah, 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 that thing I sent you. Oh, God. I did not need a close up version of Aubrey Edwards talking.
2: I know. Hi, I'm Aubrey Edwards. I'm not a wrestler,
1: but. <laughs> 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 That was a good Mrs. Ed impression. <laughs> thank, you, thank you. I'm thank not you. a razz. See, my problem <laughs> oh, is really that, good. I'm
2: sorry, we're fucking going on a rant on this. I'm going to go on a fucking rant about this. You're taking the Nyla away. rose. You're taking I away. I probably oh, shouldn't. You can't, you can't <laughs> fuck with that one. We, listen, even I'm fucking putting a stop to that one. We're not talking about that one.
1: Wait, I'm going to say what she said, okay? I'm a woman's re- wrestler, which means half of you don't uh, think I have any talent, and the, and the other half of you aren't attracted to me. And I was
3: like,
1: <laughs> "You told me to not say anything. What? The f- Jesus Christ! What time is it? We got <laughs> anyway. I'll take uh... care of it." <laughs> the other one was that was actually funny though. The best one is the only one that's in black and white all of a sudden tony storm pops out of the stall and she goes i'm a <laughs> woman's wrestler of course i take 10 nervous shits before a match and i was like best one best it, goddamn definitely,
2: one definitely <laughs> definitely the best one because it's horrible because you okay don't you don't want to <laughs> hear her say that because she's like oh that's fucking gross um no here's my thing again that was a good one right that was a good one Okay. Um. And even the Soraya one was a little okay because it seemed kind of kayfaby because she's done that during matches. Oh, hers, 100%. Cameraman. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, it was just like a people don't like us. People don't like us. No, we don't like a lot of you because, one, we are not invested in your character and you can't wrestle for fucking shit. It has that to do with the fact that you're a woman. If you were a man, i feel the same fucking way. I can say that about more than half of the men's roster in AEW. You know what I mean? It, it, it's like you're detracting from like real is you're, you're detracting from real issues. People who are truly segregated against because they are women. You're detracting from that by complaining because the
1: fans don't like you two different things. What if it was a ploy? You got Britt Baker who did a tweet and is like, I got zero time on TV, yada, 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 or whatever. And well, she had to take care of Adam and Brian Danielson. No, but I'm saying but Brian Danielson, I, uh, you know, he's in charge of the discipline committee. Well, what if we make a fun little TikTok? But what we're really saying is, but well, we're also not featured on fucking TV ever. Eh, 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 eh. Anyway, I'll digress. That match, awesome. Five-star classic. It was the... <laughs> uh, what was it? Melina versus Alicia Fox.
4: It was a both-fest. All
1: right. It was a both-fest. So then, you had uh, the... The FTW title on the line. Hook defeated Wheeler Yuta, and which was Jesus Christ. They, they actually, I'm pretty sure, Yuda got busted open the hard way because hmm? yeah, it was it was just no rules, beating the living shit out of each other. It wasn't bad. But then they had a 20 uh, man battle royal for the number one contendership to the TNT title, hmm. and Lucha Shot won it. Because it's shot, kill shot Lucha. So I got gotcha.
2: you. Spelling it out. So
1: either way, he wins. Whatever. Fine. Whatever. Yeah.
2: That won't come back to so haunt so us like sh- bad heartburn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So the show opens, and God, for the life of me, actually, I don't think I can actually remember who won or what, what even opened anymore. I thought oh, it was Swerve, and it's was supposed to be against Keith Lee, but apparently he is out of nowhere saying he has undisclosed injuries that he's had since like last year or like, or like, yeah, or a
2: report came out while we were on break. So I wasn't able to get it yep. in the news, uh, that he was going to try to make it for the match. And then, yeah, that didn't happen. So,
1: which it's funny because they're out of nowhere. Swerve challenged him on dynamite. Now that you're not in the uh, continental classic. Well, yeah. How about this? We're going to fight. Why are we reigniting that feud for no reason? You I could have one last match. Just give Swerve the night off, and I would have been absolutely fine with it, to be honest with you, only because... He's earned it. ...everything else, just do what they're... Yes, but then bring him when the time is hot and ready. Best part, though, he was beating down Dustin, you know, as, as you know, Dustin's a pro. He had a good match, and he's beating him down, and he stands up and goes, come on, motherfucker! Like, because he was hitting him, and he was like, that ain't shit, come on, motherfucker! I was like, God, I love his passion. I mean... I, I, now I want him to go to WWE. Same I'm here. like, If you're letting Cody be Cody, and he's gonna finish his story, let him show up there. Do it. Shit. Do it as
2: a one-off. Fuck. Even do it as a one-off. You,
1: how about this? All Cody wanted before was him and Dustin at WrestleMania. Since he's not going to be clearly in finishing his story this year, let Dustin go. Let him hurry up and go over to WrestleMania and do it with Cody this year. There you go. Have them, the, the second match that they had. At, the match that they had at Double or Nothing. Just do it, do it again for WWE's audience mm-hmm. in a better way. Fair enough. Just maybe don't hit the throne on the way in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah don't do
2: that. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so they had what was an all-star, is what they called it, the all-star classic. Um, it was an eight-man tag of basically everybody who was left that was originally in the Continental Classic. And Danielson, Claudio Briscoe, and Daniel Garcia defeated Roosh, Jay White, Jay Lethal, and Brody King. With Garcia, Danny Garcia, Daniel Garcia getting the pin. I kind of thought that was kind of at least a good push for him. You know what I mean? It's just.
2: They've been trying for a while.
1: uh, Yeah. Well, I love his dance. I still. It's not getting old. I. I, Whatever. So then they had another. uh, Two other guys who were in that classic were Miro and Andrade. And Andrade went out of the company on his back and. Uh, Miro's wife is now back with him I think again or she at least helped him win. I can't keep up with it anymore. It, it's, it's, it's the young and the wrestlers. Dude, it's horrible.
2: Dude, these are uh, I think I've said this before. I'll fucking say it again. I don't give a fuck. Miro and Andrade are two of the signings from AEW that I was most excited about. Those were the two wrestlers <laughs> I'm like I never got enough of these two and when I did it was shit. They can wrestle. They got good personalities. Let them fucking go and yeah, good luck with that.
1: If he goes back to WWE, is it? Uh, will he be going in as El Idolo, or do you think that he'll go back to Cien Amas, or it was it Cien Amas? Uh, yeah,
2: I believe so. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he might just go as Andrade. You know, like the the they like the uh, one name guys. So just Andrade, join the LWO. wouldn't
1: mind it. Dude, getting right in there and guess what? If it's not true that the rumors or whatever about him and Charlotte. Huh. You're at home with your wife now. Yep, and and together.
2: Zelina's in LWO. His former manager.
1: Ooh. Oh shit! Wow, that didn't even occur to me until that exact second. Big brain. Him and Johnny Gargano, Philly. Oh my One god! Of the best what matches a match I've ever watched. What a match! I it's if you haven't watched it. Or you need to watch a really good wrestling match. That's the one where I uh, thought Gargano was going to win the title. Candice yeah. Ray jumps the fucking out. Oh, it was good. It was good. 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 Gargano got the googly uh, eyes good. during it. Yeah. Yep. What wasn't good was they had another eight man tag because we have to get as many people on the show as possible. There's twelve matches by the way overall between pre-show to the end of the night. And it was Chris Jericho, Sting, Darby Allen, and Sammy Guevara against Ricky Starks, Big Bill. Hobbs, and Takeshka. Now, you may be asking yourself, wait a second, I thought that Sammy had already aligned with Don Callis, Hobbs, mm-hmm. and Takeshka. Well, Omega has diverticulitis, so they're like, well, we gotta have uh, Jericho tag with someone because that was the plan. He's supposed to be only tagging right now so we can hide his shittiness and have other people in there. And within a... When did he turn? Like a month ago? Two months ago? And all of a sudden was looking like Scarface when he came out with his, his clothing? Face, back with Jericho again on Dynamite, and then he tags with him. Now, could have been a really good moment, especially when they did their pose in the ring like they do, where he kind of spins around, he lays, you know what I mean, and uh, Jericho has the fist on the chin. Lay sex It's been a great guys. moment. Yeah, everybody would have loved it, had all that shit not come out about Jericho. The moment he was tagged into the match, Dominic Mysterio-type boos. Not as deep, but... Strong, real strong, and he's still trying to do like face moves with Sammy. Even that thing right there, you got that. People are chanting CM Punk. They're chanting NDA. Oh, it was great. Oh, that was the best part of the match because everything else was shit. It was a sloppy match. I'm sure. Yep, great pay per view. Uh, Julia Hart defended the TBS title and retained against Abaddon. And ugh, God. That's a failed project. Put her in WWE. Abaddon yeah. right, or Abaddon. She just the way I don't know, the character itself, I mean, she's got the look and you guys made I don't think she's ever won a fucking match.
2: I don't think so either, yeah. Even the uh, we might have seen her win a dark match uh at the show oh, yeah. in Rochester. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. Uh literally a dark or elevation or whatever the fuck that shit was called. Yes. Yeah, now uh what's her name is with uh Julia Hart now. Sky Blue, right?
1: She is. Oh, boy. <laughs> you might have looked at this pay-per-view and been like, okay, cool, man. We're going to have a good match at least between Edge and Christian. Or, I'm sorry, Adam Copeland and Christian Cage for the, the TNT title. No DQ. These guys are pros. Some good parts of the match that I, I liked. i not sure if you did see the one viral part where... Uh, He's slamming Christian's head up against the table, the announcer's table. And Nigel's talking. He goes, and he goes, shut up, Nigel. Edge did to, to Nigel. And he kind of backs off. Just random and funny, I guess, to me. But, um, of course, Christian Cage's son, Nick, gets involved Plain Wayne. And they try to do the WrestleMania 22 table spot. Where you are going to get a flaming table and someone is going to go through it. Nick sets it up, lights it up. And after about 10 seconds, it went out. <laughs> and uh, and they weren't, re- I'm not sure if they weren't ready, but Taz sold it. He goes, that's the thing with that lighter fluid. You do got to kind of get it going again. He goes, it's not going to last forever. And I was like, good for you, Taz. Thank you. Good Because like, right. right now that looked horrible. And then Plain Wayne is standing on the apron. Edge gets it relit, soaks the fucking shit out of it. And, you know, what I mean, to the point where you hear the the end of it go, you know what I mean? Like it's spitting out sprays like very little. He's emptied the whole fucking bottle on it, lights it up, and goes to power bomb. Plain Wayne threw it, except he threw him basically over the thing and his back did like a Shawn Michaels clipping the coffin kind of thing where he just barely touched the thing and the table fell over. (laughs) Then, Edge wins the TNT title. (laughs) I go, all right, right on, right on. Funny thing is I actually read this thing where it said that Edge is happy to be in AEW because he's there to work with the young talent and give him a rub. You just threw a kid over a flaming table, and you won the championship. No younger talent has benefited from anything that you and Christian have done. In comes Lucha Shot. Here's our chance to give the talent a rub. We're treating this like the money in the bank all of a sudden. He just goes, hmm, me now, or whatever the fuck he did. He just handed over his, his contract. And Christian convinces him to give it to him. And wins his title back, right after it, right there.
2: It's all building towards the eventual face turn of Killshot Lucha, and uh, oh yeah, again, again. We yeah. I don't
1: need another one. I know. I've seen it.
2: The new Big Show. I told you, um, and uh, yeah, oh, pretty much. God. I mean, I think I think it's misguided, or maybe I mean, it might even be Christian's idea because he has one of been one of the most consistently good heels in AEW, if not the only one. Um, so it could just be building towards that, you know, just getting more heat. I, I think it was a lazy way to do it. I don't I don't like it. It's a
1: horrible way, but horrible way. Terrible. Or you didn't have to, it, you could have just, I, Edge didn't win. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. And Lucha Shot holds on to that contendership. Lord knows that Omega, or I'm sorry, the Bucks held on to their... Uh, title match that they were supposed to have for quite some time then they end up passing it over to omega and jericho no one has the number one contendership meanwhile ricky starks and big bill are racking up days with tag team championships i bet you neither of them thought they were ever gonna have
2: yep sounds about right
1: (laughs) oh the continental classic finals was between eddie kingston and super mox and eddie kingston all right the ending pretty sick they were in a slap fast, slap fast, back, forth, back, forth, back, forth, and Kingston just blocks one and just does his spinning his back hand, whatever. Yeah. And that was it. Even the crowd was like taken by surprise. They're like, oh shit, that's over. Imagine like it that. Was, it was I liked it. I actually liked the ending a lot because to Kingston, he wanted to do this because he wanted to uh go in the path of a lot of his heroes, which were all those guys in Japan, your uh Kawadas, uh Mitsu Mitsara. whatever I was gonna say Mitsubishi, Masawa, uh, Koba- yeah, Masawa, Kobashi, all Kobashi. those guys were your triple yep. crown champions. And now he has three championships and he said he wants to defend them all as one and then he'll do singles for each one if if uh he needs to as well. So there was an end in purpose when he put the the titles there. I guess that's cool and good for him. Uh, and now we have another title in AEW. I, I, I he's gold member. I love gold. Tony Khan is gold member, man. Jesus. And then we get to your main event. MJF defending against Samoa Joe. You left one out. Joe comes to the ring. Oh wait. Tony Storm on. defeated him. Uh, oh, Rico. Tony Storm. Yeah. Good enough. Yeah, and good enough. That's all. Yeah, that's how much it mattered. But yes, uh, Joe comes out pretty quick to the ring, business ready to go. This is in Long Island. They do a video. Long Island. Where all, yep, all these people are like, he's our scumbag. Yeah, well, he's this blah blah. blah. And this one girl, she's like, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. And they had to bleep it out. She's like. One time, basically, like, he fucked me in the back of a good of a Dodge Bob was that like, went on this whole long thing. And I was for like, for five damn, it's fucking a good video.
2: hours. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, MJF comes to the ring. The other match, uh, there was a part where he did a muscle buster to MJF. I on saw the it. Outside part yeah. of the apron. I'm like, yep. I don't care how stupid. It, I don't know, man. I'm like, just think about something. Tyson Kidd, that's all I'm going to say. Could you think about who we're, where we're giving that move to?
2: <laughs> well, it's also but, to somebody who's got a torn labrum who's going to be out for the next four to six months.
1: Yep. And, and in good time, he dropped his title to Joe. Cleanly. Yeah. As in, he choked him out. Mm-hmm. Three unanswered arm drops, and it's over. <clears throat> he is now the AEW champion. He goes to take off. Adam Cole was there by his side the whole time, helps him, gives him the dynamite ring. Kind of does that Wardlow thing where, oh, my God, I can't find it. I can't find it. And then he does give it to Punk like he did at Revolution. Um, he goes, I can't find it. Oh, no, wait, here it is. And then does actually hand it to MJF. You know, it was kind of a, uh, a, a teaser. Right. Lights go out. And the masked men are, are holding Adam Cole down. And the, and the lights go out. And it comes back on, and the masked men are now standing behind Adam Cole, who is sitting in a chair. I, uh, Someone had the chair. Oh, one of the—so three masked men were holding down Cole. The other one had a chair ready to hit him. Lights go out, come back on, they're behind him. He's sitting in said chair. Gotcha. So it's very, very apparent right away. Adam Cole is the devil. And in quick fashion at the same time, and it was I think it was well done because you know, if you didn't mic the ring and you're or far enough from the ring and you did it the right way, uh, whoever went one, two, three, all f- four guys took their masks off at the exact same time, and it was just it was perfect. And it was Roddy, it was Wardlow, and it was the kingdom. Who became your tag team champions on Dynamite with masks on. We had we had new Ring of Honor tag team champions, and we didn't even know who the fuck they were. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, what can we put your name down as? (laughs) Uh, I mean, you called it a long time ago, I mean, that it was going to be Adam Cole. I think from the very moment that the whole thing got started, you said it would be Adam Cole. Um, To me, it doesn't make sense because he wasn't even supposedly at the Dynamite where, because he had, whatever it was, he wasn't at the Dynamite where the first time they attacked Jay White. Mm it was just i don't know to me either way i think it was kind of lazy booking i didn't want adam cole to be the masked man you want to give me the, the person who could have been a mass man i would have rather it been roddy strong only because how he has been how he's like he was manipulating cole to clean his house do things you know and all that shit and his it was a good push for for strong at that moment yeah he's already been lost in the mire and and here's
2: the thing this really was turning into the new black scorpion uh i mean uh, underwhelming reveal, almost yeah. an obvious reveal, but not as bad as Black it's Scorpion. retribution. So at least they avoided that. I still think it should have been Brit.
1: That would have been really fucking cool while Adam was in the ring. hmm And if she was leading those three other guys, or those four other guys.
2: I'm telling you. Right to self. But itself. here's
1: a funny thing. Let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm if Wardlow wants to beat up MJF so much and he's been calling him out, he's like, "And I want that AEW title, why would Adam Cole, as the devil, help, basically, Samoa Joe win the goddamn title from MJF?
2: Because AEW. None of it
1: makes sense. Thank you. Oh, then, <laughs> after that four hours was over, we had the post-show uh, media scrum.
2: Adderall's hell of a drug.
1: <laughs> oh, Jesus. Tony Storm... Of course, is always going to put on a great performance, okay? Oh, the best. She had one of those big, black, uh, uh, furry hats, you know, kind of like...
2: Like uh, Khabib. Blair,
1: New York City... Khabib, there you were, yeah. And she took it off, and the sunglasses, and put it on Tony Khan's head. Where he wore it for pretty much the rest of the fucking thing, or at least until he had to talk to Julia Hart, I think. It was... Uncomfortable to watch, you know, it's our logo, uh, dear God. But one of the best parts was good for these media people. You want to, you want to do these post-show media scrums. You want to say it's a, it's raw and real. Okay. okay. What can you say about the sexual allegations in, uh, AEW? Uh, I can't really comment to that. Of course, everything, Yo, know, every fucking answer out of this dude's mouth is I can't comment to it. But please, give me, well first, right after this whole sexual misconduct thing, while still wearing the ha- that hat and glasses, Julia Hart, after she's doing her interview, she wants to shake his hand. He, like, m- not made her hug, but go back and watch it. She was, like, wanting to walk away, and he kind of did a hug, and then afterwards did a creepy thumbs up five minutes after answering a question about sexual misconduct. Um, but I know you've been waiting to say this line, the best line that he had through this media scrum, please.
2: Oh, I don't even fucking remember it.
1: Oh, wait. Okay. It, that Basically, this is a very safe place. Oh, to, okay. To I thought you kind of already went over that. But yeah, I don't yeah. remember the exact no. quote,
2: but it was, yeah, it's like, oh, we've got a great safety record here. What can you say about sexual allegation from uh, Jericho? I can't comment on that.
1: <laughs> and then also, not only that, if you're saying it's a... <sighs> Safe workspace. I thought you feared uh, for your life some two months, two, three months ago.
2: Right. Just
1: yeah. saying I remember that. Well, goddamn, nearly an hour in. I know. It's been a... Finally, day one happened, and I I really wish ODM was able to record it and we could put it into our track I yeah. can't.
2: Yep, I didn't put it in there. You texted, I
1: purposely didn't. You texted... The day of day one, who's the champion show up? I said, I think it's going to be Sasha or Andrade. Your two were Rock or Cena.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was like, I, I said, I literally wrote, if it's Rock, I'm going to mark out. No fucking way. Yep. You were that. I can't believe you. What source did you read?
2: It had nothing to do with the source. It was a
1: guess. No shit. And I wrote to you, ah, he ain't coming until uh, Rumble or Chamber. Nope. So, what a great bait and switch, though, to fuck with your crowd. Ladies and gentlemen, your former world champion. And Jinder Mahal comes out. I was like, oh, my God. Is this really where they're going with this? I'm like, you got to be fucking with us. Please tell me you're fucking with us. And luckily, they were. My only complaint, and I had I told you about this. If you want to make something a complete goddamn surprise and not let your crowd start standing up in anticipation because someone's coming to the spot, don't make it so obvious that your cameramen are prepping and getting ready for someone to come out. Because while Mahal was giving his uh, speech in Punjabi. his language, yes, all of a sudden. I see kids standing up with their phones, and I go, huh, Pop was still there. It was loud as shit when The Rock came out. Huge. Huge. Um, Of course, you know, the got to point to the Goosebumps. I always like that he does that. The interaction, fantastic. You're going to compare yourself to the Sheik? Sheiky. Kept (laughs) calling him Sheiky.
2: Bubba. Bubba. Bubba Rock.
1: (laughs) That and uh, what was the other part? Uh. When he's trying to say, no, no, no I'm going to get to a Sheik. No, I know. I know. I, I know. <laughs> as normal, a 20 plus segment that involves the rock as normal. You know, what's really cool that he can do there that he could never do in AEW is get a day one douchebag chant started on each side of the arena the way that they were able to, because you need to have fans on one side of the arena. To yeah. At least, both sides. <laughs> it helps when you
2: have fans on both sides. Yeah, Definitely.
1: And it's funny because they even panned over and showed you a good chunk of that side too. Yep, it was a full fucking house there in San Diego. I didn't realize. I'm like, oh shit, man, I'm four or five hours from there. If I had known Rock was showing up, man. It, it a funny meme is when you finally come back to WWE after ten years and the Rock still shows up to take your WrestleMania <laughs> spot. <laughs>
2: hey, lad.
1: I think they're separating it anyway. I still think it's going to yeah. be Punk, uh, Rollins, Night One, and now Rock and Roman. Because after this interaction with gender, which, by the way, go back. I need you to look at this. I don't know if he did it to himself somehow, but before The Rock, it really before not even a fighting interaction part, in the very beginning, over his one tattoo on his chest, there was a spot that was bleeding and I'm like, did someone practice a chop on you in the back so you can get prepped and ready to go? Or, like, did you accidentally hit it with a watch or some shit? If you look, it was just a tiny... And I couldn't stop looking at it. It was like a tiny little red spot in the center of huh. his, uh, you know, peck. He's got a new tattoo, by the way. I hadn't seen that. The The other uh, complete bicep and everything is all uh, from shoulder and everything down is... Yeah, I definitely noticed. Stuff. Yeah. I like that. Hmm. So... Uh the the whole thing. I at first when he started talking about at the end he goes, San Diego, um tonight I'm gonna go. And I'm like I thought it was gonna be like like if you're in Philly, you're like, I'm gonna go get uh this this place's Cheese famous steak. Philly cheesesteak or some right. shit. I thought that's where he was going with it. And he goes, But should I sit in a booth? And he goes, Should I sit at the I go, Oh my god, head of the table, head of the table, head of the I caught it maybe about his second thing that he dropped, and I go, please say it. Man, holy That got shit. a pop. That got a pop. That, oh, my God. And then he goes, I thought so. <laughs> and then the, if you smell the rock is cooking. Uh, hey, man. And he even beat up his own Baywatch movie. Yep. Nobody watched Baywatch.
2: He did fuck up the it doesn't matter part, and he, he laughed. He laughed at himself.
1: I I think it's because it's usually what's your name. doesn't matter what your name is. And he said it doesn't matter if you watch Baywatch. You need to fuck it up a little bit because... He doesn't normally do that. You know what I mean? Like, it's normally just the name, I think. But either way, another fantastic rock promo. I'm excited. Dude, this WrestleMania may be the most stacked out of, I don't even know how long, out of the last couple of years. I mean, look at, when you have your double nights, I'm saying, uh, we'll just take uh, the pandemic one right out. Yeah. 37 had some good stuff, you know, like Roman, Edge, and Brian. You had you know Wyatt with Randy, but it was sprinkled in. Things weren't. It's not like it was a stellar thing. Cesaro and Rollins, right? But not the entire thing was you were interested in watching. Thirty nine this past year, I actually was into every night pretty well all the way through. You know, you got like your that one. I think it was like a eight man tag or whatever, just to get some people on the card. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna go have a chicken nugget. Definitely. But but this year. Yo, you got, you know, Lesnar's going to be there, right? You got Punk. You got Rock. Orton. I mean, just Rollins, Drew, all these guys that are all really staying there and everything. Cody. This is going to be, Jesus Christ. It's going to be the, and that's the thing. I'm telling you, it's going to be Jay and Sammy. They're going to, or not say Jay and uh, Jimmy. Jimmy. I'm just, I haven't been this excited for fucking WrestleMania and I don't know how long.
2: Pretty much. Yeah.
1: Shit. Yeah. Good stuff. Crazy, right? Well, what else is crazy is that Nia Jax, I am in fear that you might be right, that it's going to be Rhea Ripley versus Nia Jax. She beat Becky Lynch clean on Raw, giving the old Yokozuna bonsai drop and beats her. I did not see that coming. I thought it was going to be like some fudgery, you know, something happening where, you know, someone cheats or whatever. She legit pinned this bitch. Did not expect that happening. I'm gonna be mad if you're right about that. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next week we are gonna get Cody Rhodes and Shinsuke Nakamura duel. Their second match, do the rematch. Uh, Jay Uso and Kofi Kingston were in a match against Kaiser and Giovanni of Imperium, and Kofi gave a drop kick to Giovanni, and within four or five seconds at best. All of a sudden the camera stops showing him at all. And they're focusing on Jay and how he's trying to react and listen to the ref. Kofi's doing the same. I believe it was a concussion. I don't know, but he was five seconds is all it took. And that ref was there right away. Mm -hmm. So good job. On that ref. Unless Giovanni right away was like, I'm hurt, you know, whatever the fuck it was, but I mean within seconds, that ref was right on it. Unlike the guy that let John Moxley wrestle for 20 minutes concussed.
2: hmm. Getting dropped on his heed twice.
1: Exactly. Wow. I'm uh, it, just good job to the ref. You, you don't really hear it a whole lot, man, but that's kudos to him. But I guess uh, in Italian, he put up a tweet saying that he's okay. He feels all right. Uh, everything's fine. So. Quick scare, but that's how they had to end the match. It was a quick axe. You know, he threw the axe up is what also yep. happened, obviously. But um, <laughs> the interaction in the very beginning was fucking fantastic. Not the very beginning, but, like, maybe about a half hour to an hour in. Ms. TV and his guest, our truth He goes, you're not even in Judgment Day. Oh, I'm in it. I do administrative work. Last week was PR. And it, he's fucking just phenomenal. This interaction was so good, and it's funny because he he said, "J.D., you out the group," and then does this kick in the air. It would just like like you're punting the football almost. It, he was just on. I mean, for like weeks now, our truth has been the best part of Raw. Like I'm looking forward to our truth segments on a weekly basis. That, and that dance. That absolutely. Uh <laughs> So Judgment Day comes out. J.D. McDonough, you're not in Judgment Day. And, and Miz is like, well, actually, you were kicked out, blah, 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 you know, it, it But every time Dom goes to talk, he can't even get words out. And they end up challenging Miz and Truth. And it, it, as soon as he said it, it hit me, too. I go, wow, they used to team together. And Miz goes, you guys want to see the reuniting of awesome Truth? And I go, holy shit, that's awesome. I'm, I'm in for this. And Truth goes, so, wait, who, I'm tagging with Dom? And he goes, because I'm not tagging with JD. And he goes, no, you're tagging with me. And Miz goes, no, you're tagging with me. He goes, oh. So, it's like a strange bedfellow thing. Looks at Dom and goes, I'll follow your lead and gives a really big wink.
0: <laughs> oh, my God.
1: And then McDonough goes to hit him. He ducks. Miz throws him over the top rope. Truth puts his arm right over Dom looking at him like, hey, man, what's up? And Dom's like, what the f- get off me, man. Oh, my God. It's so good. I absolutely. Great. I great. Like I said, weekly, I'm looking forward to our truth segments. That's just fantastic.
2: Absolutely. Um, Did you uh, You ever hear him with it, a. You oh, know go what, ahead. You know what a Funko Pop is? I don't know if I have one.
1: Oh, actually, here. Oh, have uh, one, uh, of these fig-
2: one of these figures, right?
1: Okay, yes. Right?
2: Okay. Cornette calls him J.D. Funko Pop. <laughs> and if you look at him dude you're not going to be able to unsee no, you, it no, you're he, right. he
1: looks just i see like it one now automatically buckers. that's really funny Just a tiny body and a big head yeah oh that's great well the main event seth rollins defended the world title there's no way he was dropping it with this whole punk thing going on you know yeah uh, it's clear as day where they're going to go with it it's just who wins the rumble and how do these paths happen but in the middle of it, Judgment Day come down, and it looked like Priest was about to cash in and make it a triple threat match. He actually even got a, a good shot with the the case on Seth's head, but then Drew kicked him where he took one in the head as well. Good close call where it looked like Drew was going to win the title, and Seth's foot was on the rope. It was um, you know close to a dusty finish, and then Seth, of course, gets the win, we go off the air with Seth Rollins, still your world champion. Day one.
2: Day one shish.
1: I will say last week, both Raw and SmackDown were awesome. They were the best of from uh, WWE in 2023. And I thought it was just going to be just best of Raw, best of SmackDown. They were showing straight-up pay-per-view or PLE matches. Oh, wow. Um, Not entirely all the way through, but, like, giant chunks of Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. I... Bad Bunny and Priest, Cody and Roman, the Usos and a lot of WrestleMania matches, uh, and some SummerSlam stuff. It was just really, I was like, good for you guys, man. It's a nice holiday thing to have, and I I actually fanned through it. I was like, this is already better than everything that Dynamite has this week. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It was actually, uh, speaking of Dynamite, though, the only good thing that happened last week was Eddie Kingston uh, did cut a really good promo on Moxley. Uh, before heading into that pay per view. And he's like, I don't care if nobody likes me. I don't even like myself, dog. Oh, he's just so good. I, good for him winning the Triple Crown. Uh, hey, like I said, tomorrow morning is Wrestle Kingdom. And if you happen to be watching it, uh, it is headline Sonata versus uh, Tetsura Naito for the world title. That triple threat match for the global championship with Will Ospreay, John Moxley, and David Finley. And of course, you got Brian Danielson and Kazuchika Okada, too plus a whole bunch of other matches. So looking forward to seeing that outcome because a lot of that is going to weigh in on what I'm going to be seeing when I go to San Jose. Mm -hmm. And then when I do that, I'll have some things to bring to the table. But first, we got to do this week's. (laughs) Just bring it, bitch!
0: Oh my gosh!
1: I'm not going to do it twice. Did you do anything fun for New Year's?
2: Nope. Uh, yeah, actually I did. I stayed home with my family. We ate a bunch of food. Mm-hmm. We made fun of the people that's- on the New Year's Eve show. Um, oh, I, love,
1: I always love doing that.
2: Yeah. That's
1: about it. One of my favorite one of my favorite memories of doing that, watching the old uh, the Dick Clark countdown. And as I hate to say, it's one of my favorite memories, but the year that I was watching and we were all just, I think it was at my apartment, and Dick Clark was like 10, 9, 8, 7, 8, Nine, three, two. I go, what the fuck just happened here? I'm like, I don't know. Are we going back? (laughs) Uh he wasn't doing well. That's not funny. But so my wife ended up having to work New Year's Day, which means that she had to go to bed really fucking early because she's got to get there at 5:30. So which means that uh, I was gonna be on my own for New Year's. I mean, like we had dinner and everything. We you know had a good time. Uh Went to Olive Garden, which was lovely, <laughs>
2: but, <laughs> and I started to think her panties.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, dude, that killed me last week. I forgot about it. And I went to Olive Garden with Chavo. All right, anyway. <laughs> I'm sure you probably have seen the meme. You know, we talked about the one that one year that if you start Adam Cole's song at just the right time, you get the <laughs> Baby. boom for the <laughs> yeah, New the boom. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what it was. The uh, have you seen the meme for doing the Forrest Gump one? I did. I also
2: saw one, it was if you started uh, the Jets-Bills game week one at 11.57, you'll see Aaron Rodgers' season end at midnight.
1: (laughs) 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 Oh, I should have did both. I should have had both going at the same time. Um, Well, the Forrest Gump one is you started at 10.38 uh, p.m. and you, you go, man, and I'll oh, be goddamn man at work when they said Happy New Year and he turned and said Happy New Year, Lieutenant Dan. Oh, I was never so proud of myself. I was like, Yes, this is what I did. But what's funny is that I, I started it, put it on the background. And I'm like, All right, I'll go do some stuff, some chicken nuggets, hang out, blah blah blah. Right, I'll come back to it to make sure it's happening. Couldn't leave. I, I fucking got sucked in within seconds. And I was like, Oh god, it's so good. Yeah. You're tuck that. You're gonna trip on. Gonna get that. Uh, caught on a wire or whatever. For, for the... I was born a big girl, yeah. <laughs> so I everything just fucking I couldn't not watch it. Jenny, I, I, I <laughs> Weird Al's parody of Gump, from Lump. Lump, yeah. His girlfriend Jenny was kind of a slut. He went to the White House, showed LBJ his butt. Good shit, but yeah, it worked. If you guys uh, want to try that one, that was not a bad one. You could try it either, you know, next year or find another movie, and I'll do that one too. All right, man, what do you bring to the table?
2: Well, I know how much you like lists, so rather Did than you uh, a top one hundred or something, I no fuck no, I didn't. <laughs> how about a tenth of that? Uh, usual. I bring it to the table. Something I randomly saw, and there's a Facebook page called Wrestlelamia. And they do a lot of uh, lists and stuff. And I saw one, and I thought it'd be interesting. They did it weird. They started with number one and ended with number 10. Didn't care for that. I'm starting at number 10, and I'm working down. Because the list definitely seems to be that way. But the list is the 10 most unsafe and dangerously deadly wrestlers.
1: Oh. All right, hang on. Dead are right now or all time? All time. Mmm, shit. Right? Wow! Oh, I can't right.
2: wait. You ready? Number ten, Alberto Del Rio.
1: Mm-hmm. Took no. out uh, fucking Ziggler at his top Ziggler. He was nasty bomb.
2: Nasty bomb. Danielson too kicked him in the heat.
1: That's true. Yep. Uh,
2: Nia Jax, number nine.
1: I was gonna ask if she was on it. That's why I was like, "Current or all time?" Because yeah. all time, I'm like, maybe Nia is not gonna make it, but that's sad that she's already there on that list. Yeah, with such a short career.
2: And honestly, her track record, she might need to move up higher. Uh, number eight, Ahmed Johnson.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: Number seven, Mr. Kennedy.
1: Oh, that's yeah. Orton, I fucking hated him for
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number six, the Steiner
1: brothers. Oh, oh, they tied that one. Nice. Yep. Yeah. Uh, number five, Stan Hansen. I, I swear to God, I was going to ask if Stan Hansen was on it. I'm like, he's so, a brutal, stiff motherfucker. Yep. So is Vader.
2: Yeah, well, for those of you who aren't familiar, Stan Hansen is the one that popped Vader's eye out during the match in Japan. Uh, Stan Hansen also broke Sam Martino's neck on a bocce uh, body slam.
1: Stan Hansen also Named the guys in No Holes Barred, the Teeny Wankers. (laughs) Did you know that Stan Hansen?
2: No, I didn't. I didn't even know he was in the movie.
1: I'm pretty sure. Go ahead. Move on. (laughs) All
2: right. Number four, Vader.
1: Ah, I called that one.
2: (laughs) Number three, Ryback.
1: Jeez, wow. Again, another short career.
2: Number two, Goldberg.
1: Wow! Only Brett too.
2: Number one, uh, no, there's other wrestlers. Number one, Mabel.
1: Oh, because eh, he really did crush uh, Undertaker's, Undertaker's face. Undertaker's
2: face, and there was a thing in Nash, and Nash is like he would do this thing, like the like almost like the Yokozuna splash, but just standing in the middle of the ring. And yep. Nash just like he would just kick his legs out and he just fucking drop. It. And I go, don't do that shit with me. And he fucking did. It. And they show video of it literally mm-hmm. just fucking just free falls ass first on a Nash's lower back diesel at the time. But,
1: you know, you're right. Uh, yeah, man, it was, it was him. The, the teeny wanker I found that it. that Stan is Hanson the worst in, uh, picture the of Stan
2: Hansen I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, could, yeah, well, anyway, <laughs> good list. Good list. Ryback. I knew he had to make that list.
2: Obviously. Goldberg Light, Dollar Store Goldberg.
1: That used to be in our original uh, sound clip, the Dollar Store John Moxley. John Moxley, yeah. Janella.
2: Nick Gate. Oh, Joey Janela, <laughs> that's right, yeah. Or as Cornette would call him, Jelly Nutella.
1: Yep, Jelly Nutella. That's a good name. I. It's funny because I messaged you over the break. And I was like, "Man, I can't wait for wars." You go, "Yes, yeah, I, <laughs> I got
2: to do that." I got I got turned but... around because we we did we went a week ahead and then we had a week off and then yeah, I'm oh, all screwed true. up.
1: Well, we're there, man. In it, we're you know, there. January 4th is synonymous with Wrestle Kingdom, right? And everything in New Japan. Well, new uh, new Japan. WWE and WCW for their wars on January 4th, 1999. This was absolutely the biggest night, and of course, what we all remember, the biggest shift for wrestling.
3: Monday Night Wars! Hey, you know what, guys? Listen.
0: Ma'am, have a seat.
1: Um, I, I think I could be mistaken here, okay? I, you know what? As a matter of fact, I know I'm mistaken. It wasn't Bill. It, You know, a lot of these guys, they look alike to me. There's a lot of these bald-headed wrestlers running around, and... I just feel terrible, you know, and I feel awful because, you know, I feel I cost Bill Goldberg his world title shot again, and I just want you to apologize for me, okay? Please, give him my apologies, because I I don't know how this could happen. I really, I feel really bad, okay? Tell him yourself. If you're even thinking about changing the channel to our competition, fans do not. It is the Monday Night War, the way we have been waiting for for quite some time. I mean, this is the shift. I mean, let's get, you know, down to it. Things really got heated up when Scott Hall and Kevin Nash showed up as just the outsiders and kept that momentum just going the whole time. This is the first time. I can't believe what goes down, how it goes down, and what the outcome of it, I, I still can't believe that this is what was the swing in the wars. I would have thought of it, babe, been even earlier with Austin or something. Uh, but my quick little story: I always talk about my buddy Spada. He had that thing back in 1999, um, internet, and we didn't in my house. We didn't really get it till like fucking 2001. I feel like maybe around there and he came in school and we were talking he goes, "Yo, did you hear? Mankind's winning the title tonight." I go, "What?" And he goes, "Yeah." I go, "How the fuck would you hear that?" He goes, "Saw it, man." So even before Tony did it, it was out there online. You just had to know what the dirt sheets were back then, and you know it's there was a lot lot less of the IWC back in end of 98 and the beginning of 99 than there is now. So, it I have found out already. It's not like I spoiled anything. We have our sound bumpers in the beginning of this thing. But anyway, (laughs) take it away with the Monday Night Wars. You know what? We should probably start with the live show. Let's go to Nitro.
2: Yeah, let's fuck around and start with Nitro here. It's it's really funny because these two shows kind of mimic the way that they go through the show to get to their conclusion they're not That's linear 100%. It's, it's, like they
1: both they both are are a story that is still progressing throughout the entire night
2: throughout the entire night and you start off at a and you end up at Z when you had no idea like they both got mm-hmm. there for better or for worse and here's the thing man in the end yeah you know what no never mind
1: Nitro well hang on let's just say this <laughs> not one match promoted. Before walking into this either show that night, there
2: you go. Well, there were matches promoted, but it's not necessarily what you got.
1: Okay, yes, thank you. Well, you so, th- yes. Okay.
2: So speaking of it, starts off with Shivani teasing the biggest rematch in pro wrestling history: Goldberg versus Nash. Uh, they bring up Flair is in charge for ninety days. Hogan's gonna be here, and uh, one thing that they may I may have missed uh, during this, or maybe it was on a Thunder, or who knows. Uh, But apparently when in November of 98, when Hogan was on Leno, he announced he was going to be retiring from wrestling to focus on the presidency. Mm -hmm. Work, 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 work. We open up with Glacier versus Hugh Morris with Jimmy Hart. Haven't seen either of them in a while. Hugh Morris has a shaved head and it looks rather. What? God damn
1: it. You know what? It's, you know, it's kind of crazy. I thought it was pretty humorous that Glacier was on TV. I know the motherfucker still worked there.
2: Yeah, he's been there. Uh, build them That out was wins. humorous. Build them out wins. Yeah. This whole show up to this point is, and you know, we're probably about 10 minutes into the show at this point. Yeah. Is Shivani just sucking the dick of WCW and Nitro? He is just constantly putting over. We're going to, because they're in Atlanta. They're at the Georgia, you know, they're in Atlanta. So it, that is big for them. You know, hometown, uh, New Year's, you know, first show of the new year, 1999. Oh, yeah. By the way, we're in 1999 now. Just throwing yes. that out there. Uh, so, yeah. Well,
1: actually, we're in 2024, but.
2: I, I'm yeah. still stuck in 99. But anyway, uh, they they replay the entire recap of Flair gaining control of WCW. And then 17 minutes in, we get our splash intro. <laughs> Flair, his family, the horsemen, and uh, Doug Dillinger escor- ex- escorting them uh, into the arena. They go right to the ring where Mean Gene's waiting for him. Malenko's on crutches. They say he has a sprained ankle. And along, you know, part of Flair's family is a young Charlotte Flair. Hmm. Go ahead.
3: Go ahead.
1: <coughs> what? Okay.
3: <laughs> i didn't think that would joke would work twice but i'm happy
1: with myself
2: listen i already had to go back and edit myself twice let's not make it three yeah well true <laughs> flair calls bischoff to the ring he says why don't you come and talk to the president of wcw i don't remember that you saying he was going to be president but okay uh bischoff comes out he's got his hands in his pocket sulking flair says the easiest thing to do would be to fire you but that ain't it you're officially working for shivani in the announced booth uh, he brings up Bischoff firing Randy Anderson after getting cancer. They show the replay. Remember that? Oh, fucking yes. sparked a fucking episode name. Tell your father he's still fired.
1: <laughs> like, top five names for the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking great.
2: So, Pee-wee Anderson comes to the ring. Uh, they uh, Flair offers him his position back at double the salary. He thanks everybody. Um, Flair thanks the WCW stars and even puts over Savage. And it's at this point I got distracted because the hard cam is on Flair. Nice and tight shot. But Charlotte's pretty tall. She's actually taller than Rick already at this point. And right over Flair's left shoulder, you can see Charlotte chewing gum. And can I tell you that that is one of the most unsettling things I've ever seen?
1: Well, I mean, you ever watch a a horse eat straw? hey. I've
2: it's seen an Aubrey match it before.
1: Like. <laughs> it's kind of what it'll look like with her chomping her gum. I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about, too.
2: It's fucking crazy. Uh, Flair says he wants a handicap match against Wyndham and Hennig. It's sold out. And then David Flair gets on the mic. I want to be your partner. And Rick goes, "Ah, you're not ready. He laughs him off. And Arn says, eh, he knows what he's doing. And Rick's like, all right, fine.
1: And that, folks, is exactly where not only this episode is heading, that is where this entire company is heading. David Flair's about to start fighting.
2: Yeah, before you know it, Lil Nate i
1: rather Charlotte versus Reed.
2: Before you know it, little Nate will be in the fucking robe going out to the ring with him. <laughs> Next, you get Booker T versus Emery Hale. Booker T wins. Next, you get Norman Smiley versus Chavo. Chavo wins, attacked by Smiley post match. Then you get Benoit versus Horace Hogan. Randy Anderson is refing this match. Benoit wins. Then we see Goldberg coming into the arena, heading towards the locker room, still in his street clothes. And there's about eight cops there. They have a warrant for his arrest. And Goldberg puts himself over and says, nobody can take me in for something I didn't do. The one cop is a terrible, terrible actor because he just keeps repeating, "I have a warrant for your arrest." He t- and like Goldberg's waiting for him to speak, <laughs> like Goldberg's just standing there, like next line, of, man, dr- next dr- line, line.
1: <laughs> um, it's like when Batista, "Give me what I want, give I me what want. I want, what I really, really want. <laughs> Tell
0: me what I want."
2: I still like that. Uh, Goldberg knows one of the cops. Obviously, he would, and that guy talks a little bit better. Uh, they cuff Goldberg, and Nash comes out as they're putting him in the car. He's pissed off. And then they pan over, and you see Hogan there, and he's laughing. Uh, and he walks into the arena, and as he walks into the arena, you can see Liz talking with a couple of detectives. Next, you get Saturn versus Jericho. It's they re- must
1: have found the they, they found the pills.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm not looking forward to that. Uh yeah. Uh there's a ref bump. Uh the ref comes to and calls for the bell, raises Jericho's hand. They never really explain it until later. Uh then we see Goldberg at the police station, which is conveniently across the street from the arena. Uh the charge is aggravated huh? stalking, and the charges were filed by Elizabeth Lebetsky. And he goes, Who the fuck is that? Miss Liz. Dumbass. Basically is what the cop says to him. <laughs> Hey, dumbass! What other? How many do you know?
1: <laughs> I'm gonna say, e- name every Liz that you know right now. Stop! You're done.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, earlier in the show, they they showed them. They show uh, they show them again here. Um, you know, every week they do that nitro party where people send in submissions. The grand prize winners have their own box. One guy yelled Jordan twice. They must be from Chicago. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, there's that. Then we see two detectives talking to Liz in one of the dressing rooms. She says she filed three reports. He follows me everywhere. I feel threatened. More to come on that. Then we get a fucking 18-minute LWO vignette. (laughs) Basically, Eddie just being a dick to everybody in the LWO. Uh, Yeah. Lowriders and such. Give me a long recap. Yep, yep, pretty much. Uh, Next, you get Kidman and Mysterio versus Whovie and Psychosis in a tornado match. But it's not a tornado match. They start the match, and the guys, the two guys not in the ring, fucking step out to the apron. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Little miscommunication on that one.
1: <laughs> tornado match with regular rules. Yeah, Go
2: exactly. LWO wins. It was a tornado match, and it was still more organized than fucking any uh, AEW's tag matches. Uh, we go back to Goldberg at the police station. Uh, they're telling him, you know, Liz, Liz is saying you follow her everywhere. You know, the gym, the arena, the hotels. Goldberg goes, WCW books all of that. Of course we're at the same places. Oh, well, what about the such and such gym? I own that gym. She's a member there.
4: <laughs> it was
2: so bad. They made, they made the cops look like such fucking idiots. <laughs>
0: The whole thing was horrible,
2: to be honest with you. It was terrible. Um, Except one part, and and I'll get there when I get there. Next, Gene is on the ramp with Kevin Nash, um, and Kevin Nash blatantly says Goldberg got screwed, and he actually got a good pop for that. Uh, Just saying, yeah, you know. Uh, And he says, you know, Liz, these trumped-up charges, I know Hogan's behind it. Flair, come out here, give me a match against Hogan. We all know by the end of the night I'll be in the ring with Goldberg. Flair comes out, shakes Nash's hand. And Flair says, Hogan's definitely pulling the strings. I'm making it official. Um, and they never say that it's for the title. He just says he wants Hogan. He doesn't say, I'll put the title up against him. He just says, I want Hogan. That's it. They never say it's a title match. Uh, the detectives are with Liz again. They're making her recant her story. Uh, says she was at the Coke machine getting a Diet Pepsi. <laughs>
0: Hit me when she said it the first time. I swear again at them. Oh
1: god. Oh god. Oh god, oh god. Oh god. that is fantastic. I missed that the first time. That bitch lying already. Right there. Wait, <laughs> <she's lying. laughs>
2: said he was wearing red tights. Uh and she doesn't like having to defend herself. I'm the victim here. This is a really odd angle. This is like almost the opposite of what I was talking about earlier with false accusations. Like, this is kind of fucked up when you think about it. This angle wouldn't play today because you've got this woman who says she's being harassed, and the cops are like, hey, you're all right, toots.
1: (laughs) Well, not the first. And not the last time either. Batista and Molina, I think they go this angle in uh, WWE as well.
2: Oh, there you go. DDP and Taker. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Gene's in the ring with Hogan, uh, and he says, you know, tonight I was going to announce my retirement and, uh, you know, uh, pick my VP. Uh, That Goldberg, he's a sexual deviant. He calls out Nash for saying Hogan was too scared to face him. And then this is where Gene brings up that the match later is for the title. Hogan accepts, he says, but I'll I'll retire with the title. You can just call me the big bad wolf. And right before they go to break, Shivani says, and I quote, if you are even thinking of changing the channel to our competition, fans do not. Because we understand that Mick Foley, who wrestled here once as Cactus Jack, is going to win their world title. Whoa, that's going to put some butts in seats. And they go right to break.
1: For me, I was never really on uh, Nitro a whole lot. Uh, I missed him saying it live, I will say that. I I'll did say watch much. Yeah. all this stuff happen live, flipping back and forth, but I definitely missed his remark i didn't know about that until you know years later when it finally came out
2: yep uh next we get a pre-record with jericho and the ref from his earlier match and it's basically jericho just telling the ref oh no nobody should ever put their hands on a ref and and saturn's done it to you a few times lately if he puts his hands on you you should DQ him. so that's the we finally get the explanation to the wonky finish probably should have done it the other way around but what do i know Next, you get Bye. Scott Steiner with, with Scott Steiner with Buff versus Conan for the TV title. Uh, Shivani again, he brings up WWF having their show taped, and that Foley wins the world title. Uh, he cackles, but Bischoff still isn't saying anything. Uh, what's uh, Shivani says? We're live every night. They're not, uh, and even even Shivani goes. Wow, Eric, I thought you would actually have something to say about that. Bischoff still has not said a word since he's joined commentary. Feet up on the desk,
1: just sulking.
2: Yep, sulking. That's it. Buff interferes, it's a DQ, the NWO ref comes in, Steiner recliner, and the NWO ref calls for the bell. Next, you get Rath come to the ring. Cuts a promo. I think it's the first time we've heard him talk. I, I don't remember ever hearing him talk. I don't think
1: I, I the only time I've ever heard him talk is when he was Adam bomb. And even back then, mm, that's Harvey right. Whippleman was doing this talking for him. Yeah, pretty
2: much. <laughs> uh, hearing him talk, he would have been a monster heel in the territories. Yeah. monster heel in the territories um he says well i got no competition so anybody has the guts can be a man come on down and in my head i go it better fucking be bam bam and it was unfortunately yep, they just fight off to the back and the bell never rings they kind of just cut away after that
1: i have not watched one completed bam bam bigelow match since he's been i back.
2: know right <laughs> fuck next we get the detectives again with liz uh, hey, you want to clarify the info? How often uh, Liz is a really terrible liar uh, at the Coke machine. Oh, well, you told the first cop it was the water cooler. So were you getting Coke out of the Pepsi machine or Pepsi out of the Coke machine or water? That's what the cops are saying to him? Liz keeps looking at her watch. And she, oh, that's a nice watch. Was it a gift? Were you was he wearing black tights or you said red? You know, perjury is a serious crime. You're going to be charged. Get your story straight. And she goes, she goes, you know what actually i think i was mistaken you know a lot of these guys they look the same you know they got shaved heads you know they're real big.
1: <laughs>
2: i loved her back the same you
1: know a lot of a lot, lot of muscles little
2: she never talks and she just does this comedic re- it didn't work for the angle but i loved seeing liz do it i you know she just keeps slapping her thigh. she's like i, I i'm sorry you know, they just they all look the same i think i was mistaken you know Hammerna, 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 hammerna.
1: Look, I've been beat over the head a lot by Randy over the years,
2: <laughs> and Lex. Uh, well, see. to come. <laughs> well, I think it started already. Uh, Brian Adams is with uh, Vincent uh, facing DDP. Tony announces the attendance for tonight is forty thousand four hundred and one. DDP wins with a cutter jumping off of the top rope. Uh, and Heenan says that came out of nowhere. Not the first time he said it. I just popped for the fact that DDP is a cutter. Yeah, you know, and just Heenan always calling it out of nowhere. It's fucking great. I love it. Goldberg's at the police station and he's sitting up against the wall and he just keeps banging the back of his head off of this wall. And the cops like, knock it off. Uh and his buddy, who's the cop, says, All right, Liz, drop the charges, take the cuffs off. And Goldberg, take me to the dome. And the cops escort. He basically gets to do his entrance from the police station instead of from the arena with police.
0: Meh.
1: All right. I have lost all interest in this 42-segment setup with him and Liz, to be honest with you.
2: Yeah. Well, main event time. Hulk Hogan with Scott Steiner versus Nash And as Nash comes out, Hall comes out in a Wolfpack shirt. They hug at the top of the ramp, gets a nice little pop. Hogan's in street clothes. He's basically in the black pants, the black shirt, uh, and the black bandana. Shivani says, this is what pro wrestling, this is what WCW is all about. You ain't lying, Jack.
0: (laughs) But also, (laughs) quit. Like...
1: Rubbing your own dick, you know what I mean? Like, if we get yeah. it, man. That's all you've done all night is be like, we're the best. Everybody else sucks. Everybody else sucks. Either just let this thing speak for itself mm-hmm. or get better. I don't know what to tell you. But it's fine. <laughs> this is exactly what it's made of. Uh-huh. You're right. you
0: ain't
4: The
2: smell of their own farts. So Nash shoves Hogan into the corner. <clears throat> Hogan and Nash face off. And for those of you who have been living under a rock, the finger poke of doom. The NWO is whole again. Nash, Hall, Hogan, Steiner. Bischoff finally starts cackling. He starts chiming in and he goes, Oh my God, everybody's so surprised. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> so at least there's a little humor there. Goldberg arrives. He takes out Steiner, Hall, and Nash. Hogan starts getting some licks in, but Goldberg hits a spear on him. Luger comes out and everybody's like, Oh my God, Luger's going to save him. Luger's no Luger's part of the fucking NWO two. Now Uh, he attacks Goldberg, gets him in the rack. They handcuff Goldberg to the ropes. Uh, Hall has the cattle prod. Liz comes into the ring. Bischoff starts making mocking electrocution noises for like 45 seconds. They spray paint the shit out of Goldberg. Bischoff's doing sound effects this time of spray paint cans. Um, Hogan writes NWO on the title, but he does it in red this time. It's a shame we never really talk about that version of the NWO title that much. I think it looks kind of cool.
1: You get him in the 2K games.
2: Yeah, well, there you go. Uh, we get <laughs> off. We go off the air, and for once, I think, no matter what you want to say about this Travis of an angle, they went <laughs> off the air in a good way. Scott Steiner looks into the camera, and he just screams, NWO for life. Nothing else. Good closing shot to encapsulate what happened.
1: Sure. Yep, that was that was a good part. Okay. Was,
2: <laughs> it was a diamond in a sea of shit. Well, <laughs> since we already know what's going to happen on Raw, let's get into it. Uh, corporation comes to the ring. Vince says if HBK ever steps foot in the WWF arena again, the corporation will take him out. Kane has a signed tape to his back that says Briscoe's body shot. Vince says anyone that had anything to do with the emotional scarring of Shane will indeed pay. And then we see on the Tron, HBK shows up to the arena, heading to the ramp. Vince tells the corporation that he wants them to dismember HBK. His music hits. Vin Man! Oh, that was terrible. Vin Man. Obviously, the sheriff is back in town. I brought the cavalry, which is DX. And he says, you know what? My contract is commissious, ironclad. It was you who said on national TV that this commissioner would answer to no one, including Vince McMahon. Um, Well, the only way that Shawn Michaels would be incapable of being commissioned is if I resign. And there's no way in hell that's ever going to happen. HBK calls for the footage. It's of Shane pulling Vince's number for the Rumble. Uh, He says, I hope it's number two. And he says, well, I'm going to give you your wish. As a competitor in the Rumble, I have control over you, and you won't enter at number 30. You're going to enter at number two. And at some time this evening, HBK is going to leave this building and get you a surprise. It's going to drive you stone cold crazy. Underrated queen song. I wonder what he's
1: talking about. Yeah,
2: me too. Next you get Shamrock versus Blackman. Severin shows up at ringside still in the neck brace. The ref gets distracted by Severin. Billy Gunn comes in, hits a famous around Shamrock. Blackman gets the win. Non-title, but still got a good pop. And as you mentioned, it furthers the story because these two already had a match where Gunn technically should have won the IC title. And we come back from break, and Gunn and Shamrock are fighting in the back.
1: And again, giving Gunn a little bit of a singles push.
2: Mm -hmm. Next, you get Mankind to the ring. There's a sign that says, Mick Foley, Man of the Year. Uh, He talks about grabbing Patterson's testes, and he says the first time... Believe it or not, this is the first time I ever grabbed a man's testicles. Patterson, I want you to know, on a manly level, I kind of enjoyed it.
1: (laughs) So not only what happens happens, this guy also had some pretty funny shit going on that (laughs) night, too.
2: (laughs) He says, believe it or not, this is the first time mankind said suck it without adding please in front. (laughs) (laughs) Me, too says he wants a title shot at rumble now uh, we see two more signs one says foley is a god one says mankind is a god foley uh you know points it out and he says well you're missing a letter i may not be a god but i'm pretty damn good that gets a good pop and then he goes i just want to know can i say ass on television get your ass out here now dad Vince comes to the top of the Ram, tells Mankind, you blew your opportunities, you didn't listen to me, you listened to them, the fans. You soiled the good McMahon name when you put your slimy hands on Shane. You don't deserve the right to be number one contender, haven't paid your dues. You'll have the opportunity to enter the Rumble. You'll face Triple H tonight, winner enters the Rumble. Uh, Vince puts up footage on the Tron of Mankind, putting Socko on Shane, and he says, well, Shane will be the guest ref for that match. Have a nice day. Next, we see China backstage with her gal pal.
1: <laughs> gal pal.
2: If I'm not mistaken, I know where this goes. Unfortunately, apparently, this gal pal was introduced on Sunday Night Heat, which would have been the night before the show. <clears throat> Next, you get Sexual Chocolate versus Gold Dust.
1: Did they say I- her name?
2: Uh, they. Uh, we're getting there uh henry gets distracted by china and her friend uh gold dust hits shattered dreams it's called a dq but gold dust music hits that makes no sense i've never seen shattered dreams called a dq before and why are you uh
1: when when you get kicked in the nuts you're not really gonna be walking out anytime soon you're gonna be rolling around so why play the other guy's music
2: yeah i guess (laughs) so china and her friend come to the ring china kisses mark on the cheek helps him up and says i got a confession to make the other night with you was incredible I'm afraid I'm not enough woman for you. You're, you're too much man for one woman. So meet my friend Sammy. I know you like tall women and exotic dancers. I have a proposition for you if it's okay with you. Sammy and I can help take a load off your mind. And Mark Henry falls backwards and faints. The fact that her name is Sammy should be an instant tell. Amongst other things, but...
1: <laughs> I'm like, that was your first tell? No,
2: it wasn't, but after the name came out, it should have been an instant tell, and I'm sure it was, but anyway. This is Greg. Next. (laughs) My cousin Greg, he's a greedy son of a bitch. Uh, Next, we see Dennis Knight just shackled to a pole in some desolate location, and he just cries out, Somebody! Next, you get God, Godfather versus Tess. Val Venus comes to the top of the ramp. Ref calls for the bell after Godfather gets thrown into the steps. Again, I've never seen that call a DQ, but I guess uh, Val, Val Venus runs in, uh, brawls with Tess. It's a pull-apart. Next, you get Triple H versus Mankind, and Winter enters the Rumble. Shames the ref, and it's great when he gets another ring. He does the sign of the cross. I didn't realize he was doing it that long. <laughs> Yep. it's <laughs> fucking great. Uh, Triple H goes for a sunset flip, but Mankind grabs the ropes. Shane just kicks Mankind's arms off and counts the fastest three I think I've ever seen. Triple H gets on the mic. He tells Mick, hey, man, business is business. A win is a win. But I will say one thing. Happy New Year. Hits a pedigree on Shane. Tells Mick, he's all yours. And Mankind goes, I'm going to show you a little move. And he says... He calls it something I couldn't, it was too, I just didn't get it down what he called it, but Mm. basically puts him almost like in a rings of Saturn. He's bending that arm back and I'm going to break your goddamn shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Vince and this dude just come to the ring and, and Mix tell him, stop right there or I'll break it. I've changed my mind. I don't want my title shot at Rumble. I want it tonight. And Vince says, okay. Mankind wants a stipulation. No DQ. Vince agrees and Mankind lets go.
1: I forgot all about that build-up, to be that's honest That's what I'm you. saying, When man. it started happening, it, it hit me, and I go, oh, okay, that's right, that's right. But yeah, like you're saying, it was an on-running thing all night. And you didn't even, like, the beginning of the night, you did not think this is what you were getting It No, it fuck awesome. no.
2: Yeah. Uh, next, you get Edge versus D'Lo. Uh, and then Terry comes out. Commentary mentioned she's showing. She's got her arms around her belly. Uh, just for reference, for those of you who haven't seen it, she ain't showing for shit.
1: No, no. She, she's showing that okay. she has less weight than she did last week, too.
2: Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. So Terry gets up on the steps. She distracts D-Lo, who confronts her. Terry falls off the steps. So perfect because the cameraman got a clear shot of her ass in a thong.
1: It's not what they were going for in this angle, but okay.
2: D-Lo freaks mm-hmm. the fuck out. Jackie runs in. And uh, yeah, they're basically freaking out because she's... Quote unquote, pregnant, and she took a bump. Attitude error. I'm
1: mm-hmm. oh, you're going to say aborted.
2: Oh, yeah, well, Jesus fucking Christ. Kane, Shane, Briscoe, and Patterson head to the ring. Shane says tonight you will see Kane face off against Gerald Briscoe and Pat Patterson. Vince comes out to the ramp and says, Remember I said anyone responsible for my son's scarring would pay? Chokeslam to Briscoe, Patterson has a chair. Kane punts the chair out of the ring. That was, had to hurt like a bitch. I don't give a fuck how thick those wrestling boots are. This motherfucker just kicked that chair right out of the ring. Uh, Chokeslam to Patterson, Kane grabs Shane by this rope, and Vince is able to get him to stop.
0: Shane's go, having a bad night.
2: I know, right? Uh, so we go back to Dennis Knight. The acolytes retrieve him and say, he's ready to see you now. Um, and then right after the next match, they show him being taken through a mysterious door. The door closes and you hear screaming. Uh, we get Al 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 snow versus road dog for the hardcore title. Snow still still has that bloody shirt. (laughs) Um, it's okay to shower. I don't think they ever got in the ring for this match. They end up in the back of the arena. It was great. There was one shot where you see a cop and it looked like a, detective from the 1950s standing there go back and watch it it's fucking random as hell and at one point they're like oh shit we're on camera we should probably move uh they fight to the outside of the arena where it's snowing it ends with a pile driver to l snow on a pallet uh and to quote Cornette, that's a fucking hospitalization angle this asshole's gonna be on tv sh- next week
1: <laughs> i gotta be honest with you i did shit a lot on the Attitude Era in my thing, you know, and I said a lot of things suck. The more I'm starting to re-watch some of the hardcore matches, those were things in a weird way I looked forward to when it came to Raw each week. Oh, sure. I actually enjoyed the hardcore title matches because it was just, you never knew what you were going to get. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's better than a squash match. Absolutely. Um, you saw some real fucking crazy shit, but I, I'm i starting to reappreciate the hardcore title of right now during this
2: yeah it wasn't just better re- than the
1: 24 7 championship
2: oh well there's that for sure uh and the best part is after he wins the match he all of a sudden is like oh shit i won and he runs back into the arena to the ring so he can celebrate post-match
1: yep because that's where the title is too yeah that's
2: <laughs> true yes good call uh hbk's with dx in the locker room he's like last man, i got a plan i'm going to get that surprise uh i'll be right back and triple h makes a sarcastic comment yeah we'll see which is interesting, right? You know, because they're kind of planting that seed. Mm -hmm. Uh, He gets to his car. He can't get in. So he goes back to the door. He's calling for Triple H. And all of a sudden you see, hey, Sean. And they cut to break. We come back, find out it was the corporation. They beat the shit out of him. They must have been in Syracuse. Um, (laughs) This motherfucker was face first on the hood of the car with his face in the windshield, which was shattered. And they went liberal with the fucking fake blood. Um, this was some fight. He was fucking bloodied up. They fucking, they get the board out. They slowly cry. I mean, it was, it was shot. Well, it was produced well, uh, but this motherfucker got the shit kicked out of him. All right. Main event, mankind versus the rock for the WWF championship. DX comes to the ring with mankind. Uh, the rock earlier complained about not having his gear. So he's in his sweatsuit and oddly enough, wrestling boots. <laughs> Um mankind does the headset shtick. I'm sorry, Rock does the head st- headset shtick on commentary, but Mankind gets the advantage and then he starts doing it. It's fucking hilarious. We get a rock bottom through the announce table. Uh and then later in the match we get one of the greatest people's elbows to date. I just thought it was fucking flawless. Um, you know, and here's the thing. You know, we talk we hype this match up, we talk about it as being big, and you can say whatever you want about this match as a whole and as a wrestling match, but the important part is the last six minutes or so. And since it's not WCW, that's half the match, at least. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know what I mean? Um, All right, so Hebner is the ref, but Shane is still at ringside dressed as a ref, and we get to a point where the title gets slid into the ring. Rock hits Mankind with a massive headshot. Two count, big pop. Mankind hits a DDT to the rock on the title. Two count. Pulls out Sacco, but Shamrock hits Mankind with the chair. Billy Gunn takes out Shamrock to the floor. The DX Incorporation brawl, and then Professor puts his hand
1: Wait, up. And before we... I, <laughs> I was going to say, everything that has been already pre-planted as well. Now, Shamrock was the first to come in, hit Mankind with a chair. Billy Gunn's like... That motherfucker's mine. I've already been after him already. Right. You know what I mean? Right. He was the first to go in after Shamrock. I just liked how that whole thing was was done at that time. Yep. But then, yes, uh, the absolute loudest pop in raw history at this point.
2: Yep. Uh, after DX and uh, the corporation are brawling, the glass breaks. Place goes fucking nuts. Austin comes out. Um Chair shot to the rock, rolls Mankind on top of him. Hebner comes to, one, two, three, and Mankind wins the title. The fucking arena explodes. Austin flips Vince off, throws his hat at him. Uh, DX put Foley on their shoulders. Road Dog announces, your new WWF champion of the world. Uh, and Foley gets on the mic and says, hey, Vince, I got to tell you, this feels pretty damn good. And at the risk of not sounding very cool, I'd like to dedicate this match to my two little people at home. Hey, Daddy-O, I did it.
1: Big Daddy-O did it. I, uh, and I love it when he goes, this feels pretty damn good. And Shane goes, ah, and just <laughs> screams a couple of times. Like, like, it's just so fucking good. Uh, it's funny. You mentioned about rock being in the, the sweatsuit. He's about to be in that, I think for like the next month or two. Pretty much. Yeah. I, I, don't, I never understood why I was like, maybe he had surgery done or something's going on. Like, it's not like he gets the tattoos yet. So yeah, I don't know why he was wearing it, but he does it for like a couple of months. Hmm. Cause I believe 100% at uh, Royal Rumble, he's wearing that black sweatsuit with the he's... the warm-ups and everything.
2: Yeah, and he wears it again with the fucking 28 headshot uh, match. He wears it That's the one. That's the Rumble Oh, is it the Rumble one? Okay. My yeah. bad.
1: Which we are not too far away from. That's the Crazy. Uh, Royal Rumble 99, no chance in hell. And your first participants are Stone Cold and then Vince McMahon. God, I will never forget. I was at that boy's house and we were all fucking pissed off. Uh, I would imagine I like,
2: <laughs> so. I would imagine Can't so. Can't
1: wait for it. Well, hey, it was a it's a good beginning to 1999. It was a great year in 98 for WWE. What we should do is talk about how the year was in 2023. It is the top of wrestling annual awards. <laughs>
0: Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for... I change the questions. I did it for the rock. This week's top topic. You know something, mean Gene? Don't see. Wrestling's not, not fake. Not fake. Uh-huh. The Rolex wearing one. Diamond ring wearing one. kids stealing. Woo. and dealing one. Limousine light? one. Jet flag! one. Son of a gun. Who? Sierra Hotel. India. Echo. Lima. Delta. Shield. If you.
1: following ranking order and final decisions are a completely bias based order. Based off, the professor and ODM made it. And as always, they like to let you know they have not worked in the business, but have been lifelong invested fans much like you are listeners. With not only their opinions involved, but with countless amount of hours of research done each week, they make sure to provide proper facts and history to back it up. However, they do know that your opinion may vary from theirs. If there is anything you want to chat about, bring to their attention. If there is something they missed or forgot, or you just want to let them know they are out of their freaking minds, feel free to shoot them a message on Facebook or Twitter, or even... Email- them at the top of wrestling at gmail.com as always they do appreciate all feedback and continued support at the end of the day they want to make sure that you do see the best of the best before you die and now this week's top topic a lot of people have different uh, opinions when it comes to these awards and the award categories we try to keep it a little to our show you know the good shit you know we have we have our fun and that's what we're gonna do and you know we're gonna build up to Uh, What we both actually came to a perfect agreement on, which was the match of the year. Not everything did we come to an agreement on, and we're going to break it all down right now. First, let's just start out with the breakout star of the year. We had Dirty Dom, Damian Priest, Swerve Strickland, Ellie Knight, and J.D. McDonough. So, I personally went with Damian Priest. I think that he has had an absolute stellar year. God damn! It. I'm sure you've seen the pictures of him. You know when he was pre Ring of Honor, uh, Punishment Martinez days. That dude was a chunky boy, <laughs> and how well, he looks like Kamala. now. Yeah, it's for real. And now he's just fantastic. He, he's weekly. I like watching him. He's been great with Judgment Day, um, but that was not who you chose. Please talk about your breakout start of the year.
4: Yeah, I chose
2: Swerve Strickland just because I feel like in a sea of shit, like I mentioned earlier, when a diamond emerges, it's worth a lot more. You know, uh, this guy is, uh, you know, they booked him as a heel, but the fans love him. Um, you know, it's almost like the rock treatment. Now, obviously, he is nowhere near the Well, it's because he the beat rock. the piss
1: out of Hangman. And well, everybody there's hates that too.
2: <laughs> there, there is that too. But, uh, you know, whose house? Swerve's house. And you can maybe attribute some of it to Nana, but I think mostly it's Swerve. I think we liked him from the get go. Uh, and I think when you can uh, shine that much being in an AEW, I think that's a fucking hell of an accomplishment.
1: It's fair. Very fair. Well, you know, you mentioned Nana. He's in our manager of the year award setup. We have Prince Nana, Paul Heyman, Don Callis, and Sanjay Dutt. Take it away with your answer, sir.
2: Did you just decide to do this fucking in random order?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to build up. I know. I'm all over the sheet right now. I know that you're like, what the fuck is he doing? I
2: know, right. I chose Paul Heyman. Um, I don't want to spoil your decision, so I won't speak out against it. But ultimately, based on who's on the list... This hasn't been a great year for managers uh, because Paul Heyman this year has not had to do much. You know what I mean? He hasn't had to do much. So, uh, to me, it's not necessarily a clear blow away, but ultimately, I think, uh, you know, Callas is, is Callas and Dutt is Dutt. Nana, while he has gotten over the most out of anybody, it's it's just a dance. It's like a Kira Tozawa. You know what I mean? It, it's It's not much. Well,
1: fair. And I chose Nana, but it's not because of just his dance. Sure. As a manager, he's out there for every match and helps not only Swerve Strickland, he helps the Gates of Agony and Brian Cage and helps make sure that they win matches. He's helped cheat. Remember how he got involved with uh, uh, with him and Hangman, I guess, in the first match, you know, like taking a bump. He's He's been a big part of... Uh, the storylines that each of his guys are a part of mm. Heyman to me lost the tag team championship lost a member and they haven't exactly been a very cohesive unit everybody broke apart they all the you had the civil uh war meeting between them then you had the tribal chief me all these things everybody's all fighting all the time not a good manager if you ask me yeah yeah, I'm I'm just fucking... Yeah, I know. (laughs) I'm just saying for the year, I actually preferred Nana, but I I do appreciate your your input on that. That's not the one I'm going to beat the piss out of you on. Oh, I know. So, we did both agree for the stable of the year. So you had Imperium, Brawling Brutes, Alpha Academy, House of Black, Damage Control, Mogul Embassy, the Don Callis family, the Bloodline, and the winner which it's been pretty clear they dominated the entire year, the Judgment Day.
2: 100%. You got
1: I don't the think... best heel in the company, yeah. the mm-hmm. best female wrestler in the company. The world. One of the best wrestlers of all time in Finn Bálor, you know, what I mean I'm not saying like he's top 5 for everybody in the world, but I'm saying the guy's pretty fucking flawless in the ring and you are, I mean dude, the two things that I like about Judgment Day is Damian Priest and Dom are getting the right rub for young guys. It's the evolution, right? You had Flair and Triple H with Orton and Batista. You build them up. You give that star a rub, but everybody's all together, all rubbing each other together. No, but (laughs) we both agreed that Judgment Day was definitely the stable of the year. Um, Funniest thing about this whole thing is I said, hey, do me a favor. Go into this doc and write your name next to whichever you want. So, you know, that's how this whole thing came about. Um, So, bear in mind. Heel of the year slash most hated. I mean, let's just go right to it. We both know. It's Dirty Dom. Okay. Dirty Dom was the most hated wrestler the entire year. And that is up against Christian, which had a lot of heat. Swerve. But then, but people are starting to like him more. Uh, Jimmy Uso, Starks, Logan Paul, uh, and Samoa Joe. uh, He's kind of like in that little tween thing. You know, people, there was a big pop when he won the championship. So let me tell you that. It's not like he's hated that much. If Dom won the world championship tomorrow, people are going to be throwing shit in the ring. Yep. Yes. Uh, But yeah, Dirty Dom, definitely the uh, most hated person of the year. Sorry, my dog's in the background talking. Uh, the <laughs> face of the year. So the most over person that you have on, uh, that's in wrestling nowadays, we had Cody Rose, Sammy Zayn, CM Punk, Jimmy, or J Uso, MJF, LA Knight, and Kevin Owens. Um, I actually, 100%, it, I, I'm changing my answer right now on the fly and agreeing with you.
0: Really? The most
1: over person. Yeah, I, and I'll I'll explain who I had originally. I did have CM Punk, but I am going to say the winner, the most over person this year really is Ellie Knight. And it's I'm saying over as in when, you know, you come out, everybody is just, they're there, they're ready to chant with you. It's kind of like the most heated person is Dom, right? I'm not saying he's the most shitty person. It's just the person that gets the most booze. The person that gets the most cheers is LA Knight. Punk still gets booze. You know, and go back to all in, uh, him and Joe. It was about maybe... Fifteen percent had some booze to it, and they didn't even know what he did to Jungle Boy and Tony. Mm-hmm. So, I, uh, I, I just felt Face of the Year for him as him because he's the most talked about wrestler sure in the entire year with everything going on. But he was away a good chunk, being injured, and then also <laughs> being fired. So, I definitely give you L.A. Knight definitely Face of the Year.
3: Yeah, I, I,
2: I could yeah. Have easily picked Cody or CM Punk and <clears throat> felt good about it, but yeah, L.A. Knight. You know, he's towards the end of his career. A lot of people don't even know about his previous career, and naturally over.
1: Oh well, God damn, I'm going to blank on his name over there. He's, he had a name over the Dupree thing here. Shit. I, yeah, Capri is the only thing yeah. I
2: could think of, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't uh, come to it.
1: I bet you at WrestleMania it's going to be LA Knight versus AJ Styles. Because they mm. they did have a thing going in TNA. I wouldn't be shocked if they brought that back. They already had AJ give him a clothesline on SmackDown a, a couple weeks ago, so wouldn't be shocked if they did something like that. And AJ was straight heel.
2: Yeah, I, yeah, be okay I mean, with I could it. I, I could see that. It should be a fucking great match too. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, we're gonna get back into it. The promotion of the year, and we both agree. So you have TNA. You had New Japan, you have AEW, and then you got WWE, and WWE by a landslide.
2: Yeah, not even
1: close. No question. Uh, Storyline, wrestling-wise, uh, continuous storylines, by the way. It's not like you just start something one week and drop it, or, hey, we got number one contender, and this piece of paper all of a sudden is now you're able to just cash in anytime you want to. Whether we're recording or whatever, it doesn't matter. Goddamn damn, Tony. Put the straw down. <laughs> the heh, worst moment of the year. This is a fun award. Shane McMahon returns and immediately tears his quad. <laughs> ah! The passing of Bray Wyatt and Jay Briscoe to active wrestlers. Um, the incident at All-In with Jungle Boy and then... You know, being fired. CM Punk being fired by Tony Khan uh, publicly on Collision. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre death Match. Mm. Adam Cole jumps off the ramp, breaks his own ankle. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> the fall of the AEW Women's Division. Clunky Ibushi riding a bicycle. AEW's week-to-week booking. And it is sunny days for 18 years in jail. I'm going to let you give your answer first.
2: To me, it's a bougie riding a bicycle. It just uh, encapsulate the demise and the ultimate downfall of AEW. I don't think there's any recovering from that. Just fucking terrible.
1: Hmm. Done a lot of stupid shit. You think that's worse than Dinner Le Debonair?
2: I do. Matter of fact, I do.
1: Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because you hated that shit. I do. Still um, do. I think the worst moment. <laughs> I think the worst moment of the year was the incident with All In Jungle Boy, Crimea River with Real Glass, and then the fight backstage, and Then Punk being fired. It was just bad for business. It was. A, it was a worst moment that could have happened because look what you did. You, you mended a ten-year argument. And that's. With, Yeah,
2: that, and that's why I don't consider it, because, I mean, some good came out
1: of it. Nothing good came out of clunky. (laughs) Okay, well, you just sold me on that one. (laughs) Um, You know, I will say, I mentioned, you know, the passing of Bray Wyatt and Jay Briscoe. I did actually put together a setup with uh, all the wrestlers that we lost in 2023. It's funny, because I actually wrote right next to it, no votes, please.
2: Oh, but I voted for Mantar.
1: (laughs) I did (laughs) I didn't even realize he died. Because I just saw him against that Son of the Viking guy a couple weeks back. (laughs) That wasn't him. But that's what what Corny kept calling him. He's like, well, Mantar was out there, and he just kept standing there. All right. The wrestlers that we lost this year, or in 2023, were Jay Briscoe, Bray Wyatt, Terry Funk, uh, Dabroney, Iron Sheik, Cheeky, (laughs) Bushwhacker Butch, Puke, Draws. Which you know, same year we're watching him debut. Twenty five years later, he dies. Um, Lanny Poffo. I guess someone will never get to be his age, cocksucker. <laughs> I love it. I oh. never. I can't. Never do it if I if I'm gonna say Lanny Poffo. It's just the best thing. I'm gonna ever.
2: take some more pills there, cocksucker.
1: Wait, what is it? Get on your Ritalin and go take. Go home, cocksucker. Uh, Jerry Jarrett, which. I won't say how, but makes not the real one. They actually have a small thing of him even in Iron Claw, where he's a uh, character.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Killer Khan actually just coming in at the right at the end of the year. Uh, Mike Mantar, Halleck, and then this one is kind of interesting, and they still haven't said much about it. But a 26 year old wrestler from Rev Pro, where you know you have Pack and Will Ospreay, all those guys that originally came from for British mm-hmm. uh, wrestling. Mad Kurt Chapman, 26 years old. They don't know what happened, but that was, uh, I think, like the same day as Keller Khan. Damn. Yeah. Crazy, crazy, but uh, Lanny, I just had to make sure I at least got his thing in there. Anyway, so, hey, you know, we did talk about the, you know, worst moment of the year. Let's get back into it. Let's talk about the good shit moment of the year. And... <laughs> I'm, I, wow, well, believe it or not, I may end up changing on the fly, but I'll let you know. <laughs> the list is Sami Zayn turns on the bloodline, Jey Uso takes out Sami Zayn, the tag titles headline WrestleMania for the first time, CM Punk returns on collision with a fresh show. That's the one bill fill with the counterfeit bucks. Oh, great line. <laughs> Uh, Rhea Ripley just runs a Judgment Day in WWE, basically. Gunther becomes the longest-reigning intercontinental champion of all time. And actually defends it, which I do appreciate. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Edge becomes All Elite. Will Ospreay becomes All Elite. Triple H is in charge, and Vince is out with this new merger altogether with uh, Endeavor. And CM Punk returns to WWE after 10 years. I'm going to give you the runner-up, okay? The runner-up is what I was originally going to go for because when Sammy turned on Roman at Royal Rumble, it was the culmination of a nine, maybe ten-month storyline of him trying to win over Roman and Jay and everybody, and he did with war games, all of that. And for him to turn and hit Roman with the chair, the pop, was like one of those moments, and that's why, to me, I was like, bro, what if what if it happens? <laughs> what if it happens?
2: The match is over for what 10 happens, minutes. Bro. What if it happens? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what if they just started over right now? Mark, they're off the air. <laughs> anyway, um, but come on, the best moment of the year. It broke the internet, man. CM Punk coming back to WWE. And, dude, look at his face. At Madison Square Garden and at the Kia Forum. Dude looks like he's having a fucking blast.
2: No more drama. No more drama.
1: No. Nope. No. And so, I mean, but that's why I I went for the worst moment of the year being what happened there at Wembley because it, AEW killed their own business mm-hmm. with all of this. Absolutely. And it's <laughs> I would say it's sad, but it's you can't trust a cokehead, okay?
4: Mm-hmm. That's a, you ain't
1: just can't. <laughs> uh, we have the pay per view of the year, and we both agreed upon it, which uh, was kind of shocking, actually. Uh, Wrestle Kingdom seventeen, Royal Rumble twenty twenty three, WrestleMania obviously, uh, WrestleMania thirty nine, Forbidden Door two, Money in the Bank, SummerSlam, All In, and Survivor Series, and we both agreed. You know, and I even mentioned it earlier today nearly every match you were invested in at WrestleMania 39. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about when Dom came out jail-wise. You know what I mean? That whole video package they played. Everything had a build. Everything had a, a big story to it. Every match felt big. And I'm glad we agreed upon the uh, pay-per-view of the year this year. Nice.
2: Yeah, SummerSlam was... I almost picked SummerSlam because I remember that being a really good pay-per-view. It struck me. I was like, wow, that was actually enjoyable. But yeah, WrestleMania was It a was, winner. but...
1: The battle royal for the Slim Jim thing was eh, and then yeah. Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey had a stinker of a match. That's the reason I didn't. Yeah, uh, that that's right.
2: Summer. That's where they did that shoot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good
1: call. Oh yeah, quote unquote shoot.
2: Quote unquote. Yeah.
1: Uh, we have female wrestler of the year.
2: You're saving it, aren't Slam you? Slam
1: dunk. We, <laughs> oh, a little bit. Female wrestler of the year. We're gonna go backwards here. We got Trinity, Athena, EO Sky. Trish Stratus, Mercedes Monnet, Willow Nightingale, Becky Lynch, Chris Statlander, Bianca Belair, Asuka, Soraya, Tony Storm, and the most obvious winner, Mommy, Rhea Rebley. No doubt. No doubt again. Um, I didn't put Nia Jax in there because she appeared at the Rumble and then stayed away for like 10 months and now is just reappearing again. Tag team. Of the year. Your participants are FTR, Bullet Club Gold, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, Finn Balor and Damian Priest with Judgment Day, The Guns, Aussie Open, The Young Bucks, Better Than You Bay Bay, Ricky Starks and Big Bill, American Alpha, and The Viking Raiders. Please, please take it away.
2: Well, obviously it's the Viking Raiders. I mean, they, no, I'm just, <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. I picked better than you, Bay. Now I will, I will acquiesce. And I will say that your pick is probably more accurate than mine, Um, but I'm going to stand by this because yeah, <laughs> nobody wanted it. They gave it to us anyway. We didn't want to see MJF as it. a face. They didn't give it to it. They gave it to us anyway. But ultimately, and you can go back and listen to some of those clips, you were popping for some of the stuff they did. Even when you said, I hate MJF as a face, you were popping for some of the stuff they did. They they took these two guys together. Nobody wanted it. And like you said, still don't want it. But you know what? It was a nice little run while it lasted. Again, the a sea of crap that is AEW, it was something where you're like, you know what? I don't like this, but I'm enjoying it. That was just my perception on it, so.
1: Hmm. Man, wow! I don't even know where to begin. Uh, no, look at it, it. To me, this tag team killed MJF's entire fucking career as a as a heel. This dude was the hottest heel. Could have been rivaling Dom, no problem. Mm-hmm. Even if he came to WWE, all I'm gonna see now is this dude doing stupid kangaroo kicks and going fishing with uh, Captain Insano. Yeah, fair enough. It's. Hell no. Yes, I went with Judgment Day, Baylor yeah. and Priest, not just because they are the tag team champions right now, but they were heavily pushed throughout the entire year. Plus, you have with, I mean, they feuded with Sammy and Kevin for quite some time, and then uh, just then Jimmy, or uh, Jay and Cody. They're consistently pushed on TV. They look good. Fair enough. Better than you, baby. I did not like, I still don't like, Not just because it killed MJF's career, but for me, it was all just, the whole thing was based around being funny. And that's not tag team wrestling to me. FTR is on the fucking list, dude. Okay?
2: Yeah, but they didn't do shit. They haven't done shit. They haven't been booked.
1: Well, they were the champions for a good chunk of the year. That's the other funny part. But they still didn't win. It's forgettable. Unfortunately, it's
2: not fault of their own. It's not fault of their own. And listen, you're right. I mean, it's no. de- it definitely deserves to be uh, judgment day more than it does. Better than you, baby. I'm just glad I got to get some reaction out of you. So,
1: yeah, I was I was pretty upset when I read that, and I was like, I think I'm just gonna. listen knew. This and I it knew. All together. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you're doing. You're baiting it. Uh, male wrestler oh, of the yeah. year. Um, we have Will Ospreay, Seth Rollins, Jey Uso, MJF, Samoa Joe, Brian Danielson, Gunther, Kenny Omega, Cody Rhodes, Sami Zayn, Sonata, Christian Cage, Mike Bailey, Zack Sabre Jr., and Alex Shelley, who is still your freaking champion. That was not a uh Segway champion. Uh, never never in a million years I think Alex Shelley would be that champ. Uh I went with Will Ospreay from Wrestle Kingdom all the way to the end of the year. He's had nothing but great matches. Um I hate to say, you know, go to like either cage match or uh look at uh, the Meltzer's ratings, but he has stolen the year wrestling-wise. He had matches with <laughs> any indie guy you could think of, you know, he had, uh, the two bangers with Omega. He had a great match with Mike Bailey. Um, a lot of stuff in Japan still, and still to come him and Okada, they had one this year and I'm going to be seeing it in a couple of weeks. Hopefully that's my male wrestler of the year. Yours, please.
2: Not bad. He did have some great matches. Uh, you know, for me, Cody Rhodes, just, uh, you know, that loss at WrestleMania, recovering from the surgery, and uh, just finishing his story. I, I think he he's still very over. You know, you might even say, um, I think some people might start getting the same feeling that they had in AEW, or they're tired of seeing him. Um, but, you know, he is very dramatic, he is very emotional, and I think that's a it's an important aspect of professional wrestling, especially the storytelling aspect. So... I think, you know, as much as I was tired of seeing him in AEW, I think he's really doing a lot of great work in WWE, uh, involved in a lot of different storylines, and it's really easy to say the story ends with him winning the title, but maybe it's, you know, another thing that they often say is it's not it's not the destination, it's the journey. So, you know, Cody's taking us on a ride. So
1: And you actually, in a text, had said, you said maybe the story is... He doesn't finish the story, and he's that yeah. he just has to keep trying to finish the story.
2: So what some stories are.
1: If I were them, what I would do, though, is before people start to turn and maybe boo a little bit, you know, where it's like, all right, we're over it, we're over the, whoa! <laughs> right when you feel him start to turn, you have him low blow the biggest face on the show right, and turn heel for a while. You can still continue your story. You don't have to be the most over face. Yeah. Do it right. And make it big Make something of it Don't just Kind of be a Like in AEW He Had things he would say But it was never fully healed But you know It's like it's You know what I'm getting at Like Oh yeah it was, He was in between
2: Dye the hair back That's
1: where I would go with it
2: Go back to the dark hair
1: <laughs> I didn't like it As much as I thought it was weird When he went full blonde When he went back to black For a little bit Against uh, Brody Lee In that Dog collar match I was like, diet it back, diet it back, dye it back. Die it back, die it back. <laughs> it, I never thought I would want the bleach blonde hair on someone so bad, but when yeah, we did right. that, it's horrible.
3: <laughs>
1: well, match of the year. I'm not going to name all 32. Thank okay? God. We don't really need to because we did a couple weeks ago. But I do want to say, um, as I had mentioned in last well, name week. i named the top 30. I did a <laughs> – uh, we had 32 matches, and I put them into a tournament bracket at random order. But it was a double elimination tournament, so you had to be actually out twice in order or lose twice, and to not nah, obviously you guys know a double. I don't know why I just explained the fucking rules of whatever everybody actually knows. <laughs> That's what
2: you do. That's all right.
1: Thank you. But it actually came down, and I saved this doc because I wanted you, to, you know, be proof or wanted you to see it if you needed the proof. But it came down to, it, so obviously I'm not trying to be sarcastic the finals is the winner of the loser bracket versus the team that went undefeated all the way through, right? The two teams, or I'm sorry, the two matches that made it to the end were both tag team matches in the finals. It was the Usos versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn at WrestleMania 39. And it was FTR versus the bullet club for the tag titles on collision That was the two out of three falls match. That was their second match that they had that went just under an hour. Mm -hmm. And I put it to you. I said, look at I am on one side and I, I could defend both very, very easily. One being the culmination of a story. The other one just being a fucking wrestling clinic. And as much as I've shit on AEW all year for the better part of the year, we both agreed the two out of three falls match. It was Perfect. It was well done. It was, I mean, the Jesus Christ. The, it was wrestling. Thought FTR was actually dropping. It was wrestling. Thank you. Thank you. Best way I could have put that. It was wrestling. I On AEW. <laughs> exactly. On a Saturday night, free TV. And it was yeah. like their third or fourth show of mm-hmm. the entire running of that show. Maybe like fifth. It was when they were doing the Owen Hart Foundation tournament. Yep. The headlining that night was supposed to be Punk and Joe. And they start with an hour banger. That's how awesome that was. Love that match; it was fantastic. I uh, yeah, it, it, but the runner-up, like I said, had more to be with the storyline. You know, especially for Owens and and Zayn being there. It's funny because I just read an interview where Ric Flair said WWE absolutely made the wrong decision. It should have been Charlotte and Rhea closing WrestleMania that night. And I'm like, dude, Jesus Christ, give it up, man. And I'm like, it, it was. They had a good match. I'm not gonna lie. And when they oh, yeah. re showed it on the Raw. Uh, playback of 2023, they showed you know a good chunk of it. I was like, that was a really good match. They and remember Charlotte also like broke her nose in the match on doing that one moonsault where she landed right on her face. Either way, I think they made the right decision with Sami Zayn, Owens, and the Usos. It was deserved, and Rhea and Charlotte have had their time before; they'll have it again too. Mm -hmm. but I'm glad we both agreed on the match of the year and those are the awards for the top of wrestling podcast next week not only are we gonna get back into our flow of the movie of the week we did talk about this one show a little bit I think we talked maybe five ten minutes could be longer um it was during the uh what do you call it the the, uh, the hair of the dog episode oh hair of the dog (laughs) yes If you want to be a pandering asshole for a company, come on down to the Jazz Fest and use a 360 cam. Asshole. (laughs) I forgot all about that. Oh, my God. No, that was a really... Or a corporate shrew, whatever you call it. A corporate shill. A shill. That's what it was. But next week, we will be diving into Breaking Bad. So, yeah, bitch. We'll be doing that. And then we'll also be talking about... Anything good that happened with New Year's resolution for SmackDown this coming Friday. We'll be talking about Wrestle Kingdom and all the fallout from that. Plus, the fallout of the Finger Poke of Doom and your new WWF Champion, Mankind. A lot to go over next week. We'll be back. Happy New Year. Happy 2024. We are the Top of Wrestling Podcast. I'm the Professor. Mark Fantasia. God damn. Oh, that was some cringy shit to listen to last week. Rex Youngblood? <laughs> yes. Yes. Sounds like a I'm Leonard Mark Skinner Thank song. Thank you so much.
2: <laughs> the Ballad of Rex yeah, Youngblood? Yeah, as soon as I heard it. I was like,
1: I just I, just want to I just want to fast forward through this whole fucking thing. It's funny. You text on the side. You go, you outed our pilot? Yes, sir. Merry Christmas. <laughs> we didn't sound bad.
2: No. Uh, a lot I better mean, than sure, I remember. We're still not polished. Nah, I yeah, that. Every fair. week's a struggle. It's rough in the streets.
1: Yeah, well, it's, you know, I've been dealing with you that's the problem all right hey thanks so much for listening to the top wrestling podcast i'm the professor i bid you farewell he's odm and uh hey man why don't you tell him what you have
2: the hooters in my mind the top of wrestling podcast is brought to you by the top of wrestling podcast your hosts are the professor mark fantasia and odm the doc joe rizzo Feel free to reach out to the show by email at, the top of wrestling at gmail.com. On their Facebook page, Twitter page, Instagram page, remember to subscribe, like, and share. You can listen to the show on most popular platforms including iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Amazon Music, Pandora, and YouTube. Without your continued support, it would be just some guys talking wrestling, which is pretty much what it is anyway. Good night,
3: folks.
4: Uh, my favorite show on TV is Pro Wrestling. Anybody here like Pro Wrestling? That's, that's the icy cold response I've come to expect asking that question. Uh, I love it. I absolutely love it. Some people don't understand why I love it so much. Uh, uh, somebody said to me, Matt, why don't you explain to me why you love Pro Wrestling so much? And I said, oh, should I explain sunsets to you while I'm at it? Shall I explain the concept of justice to you? They're like, Matt, you like pro wrestling. Do you like MMA? I'm like, no, I don't like MMA. Why would I want to watch them actually hurt each other? What am I, an asshole? <laughs> and then I got to deal with guys like Joe Rogan being like, oh, MMA's way better than pro wrestling. Why would I watch a fake fight when I can watch a real one? I don't know, Joe. Why would I listen, why would I watch news radio when I can listen to news on the fucking radio? <laughs> Explain that one to me, bro, Brogan with your ayahuasca. <laughs> um, so uh, I've come up with uh, some uh, retorts and responses for, for, for my fellow pro wrestling fans when people put them down. A lot of people put me down for, listen, for, for watching pro wrestling. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and so I want you to be able to take these and incorporate them into your own lives. Maybe maybe you're a wrestling fan. Maybe you know a wrestling fan. Maybe you'll become a wrestling fan someday and you'll understand what I'm saying. The most common uh, things I get as a wrestling fan are, oh, it's fake, it's gay, it was better when I was 12. Uh, I'll address those one at a time. But I mean, if you could just shut it down quickly, just shut it down quickly. You know, you're fake, you're gay, you were better when you were 12. Yeah. It'll be correct in every instance. But uh, oh, pro wrestling is fake. Oh, you're the guy that figured it out. I read about you in history class. Wow, Nancy Drew solves another one. Look at you. You figured it out. Pro wrestling isn't a legitimate sport. Good God Almighty. What's your favorite TV show? What, what's your favorite TV show? Oh, it's fake. Everything. Is, it's all fake. Everybody excited about Game of Thrones coming back in eight years? It's fake. What are you talking about? Oh, dragons. Get the Everything on TV is fake. Every movie is fake. Every document especially documentaries are fake. Every play you've ever seen is fake. Every play you ever read is fake. Every play that Shakespeare ever wrote is fake. Shakespeare! Shakespeare is fake. Columbus discovering America? Making friends with the Indians? <sighs> <laughs> Your whole world is bullshit. So might I suggest Wrestlemania? That's what I think. Oh, pro wrestling, that's gay. Oh, homophobia, that's a hate crime. Congratulations. Congratulations, sir. Somebody actually said to me once, they are like, oh, pro wrestling, that's like the gayest thing ever. I'm like,
0: mm, clearly
4: you've never seen two penises touching. Because for my money, if we're going pure gayness, I think it would be two penises touching. And end to end, like like the penises are kissing with their little penis lips just... Like, oh, that's just gay as it gets. And slowly, slowly, like spaceships about to crash into each other, just two erect penises in spaces. That's... Leave Hulk Hogan out of it. That's... That's got to be the winner. (laughs) But my absolute favorite is, uh, oh, pro wrestling. It was better when I was 12. Again, dude, you were better when you were 12, okay? (laughs) And try to find that lonely little 12-year-old inside of you, the sad inner child, the one sitting in the corner crying, saying, why won't you let me watch wrestling anymore? It's better now than ever, but I'm missing it because you're so worried about what other people think about you. Hey, guys. Do you want to know what other people think about you? Nothing. (laughs) Nothing. Do you want to know why? Because they're too worried, wondering what you're thinking about them. You see? It's a sickness we all have. There's no time to judge other people. We're all too terrified. So my idea is be who you are, like what you like, and never worry. That is what pro wrestling means to me. All right, thanks a lot, everybody. I'm Matt McCarthy.